Happy Halloween. So, um, any hotline calls this month? Yeah, we got a, we got a couple here. I'll, I'll play one right now. Tuned to the Trail Show. Get on the trail. Long time listener, first time caller. Arriba, 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 tota. It's the Trail Show. Bam! Ah! Featuring Lawton Disco Grinter. Never slap a man who's chewing tobacco. Felicia P.O.D. Hermosillo. I'm against historical trash. Mike Dilo DiLorenzo. Embrace the brutality. Junaid Special 41 Daoud. And I can't help but think that you know Trail Show Bob. Daniel Out of Order Alvarez. What's up, Trail Show? And now broadcasting live from Boulder, Colorado, it's the Trail Show. Arriba, 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 tata! Yes, yes, coming to you live from the Bobby Walters Studio in Boulder, Colorado's historic beer district. This is the Trail Show. We are broadcasting live from the top floor of Out of Order's House on the Hill. Woo! The Trail <laughs> yes, Show is a monthly, again. monthly mashup <laughs> of all things trail and has been downloaded over one million times in 150 countries across the globe. We are on air, on demand, and heard worldwide on the Apple Podcast app, Google Play, Stitcher, blaring from Delo's Bluetooth speaker, and at thetrailshow.com. Nice. Ladies and gentlemen, he was taping a special across the hall. Ooh. In studio this month to tell us about high ABV beer, we have <laughs> Mr. Alabama football and sheep sure himself, Frida Roll uh, Tide Garcia. Hey, how you doing? Roll Tide. Roll Tide. Roll Tigers. Roll Tigers. <laughs> and, and actually, I was just getting waxed. Oh. Really? Oh. It looks like they didn't do much yeah. <laughs> from what you I might, can see over here. You might want to get your money back. Yes. <laughs> All right, Beauty. What are we serving up on the show today? Uh, well, the, the band's back together, except for Special. Boo! Yeah. But Special's going to call in, so we got Special on the horn. Okay. Um, we're going to do Salty's back. Hey. Salty's Salty back in the house. Oh, should I? Should I? She's not really a guest. Yeah, sure. She's new, <laughs> I mean, but La- she's back. Ladies and gentlemen, important to recognize this. She was Thank taping a Special across the hall in studio this month, back from the CDT. Salty. Is in the house. In the house. She's getting crunk. (laughs) (laughs) Trying to. (laughs) And all this water. That's right. (laughs) Hey, I have a beer. No, you do. Yeah. Frito picked out the beer tonight, and he was very uh, thoughtful and got some gluten-free. That's very thoughtful. Hey, real quick before we set the table, Salty, I have a question for you. Um, Did you find New Mexico to be more difficult hiking than Montana, (laughs) as you were warned? Right. Uh, I did not. No, okay. no, I yeah. thoroughly enjoyed it. Yeah, yeah right. Yeah. That that hiker man really scared me. Yeah, but, uh, <laughs> yeah. But I made it through. Yeah, I've never. It's interesting. I've never heard anyone say that New Mexico was the hardest part of the CDT. No, I think it was because he was northbounding, and okay. it was his, yeah. yeah, it was his first state. He was out of shape. Uh, he struggled with water, probably, yeah. and you know, people project their own fears on yes you. they do yeah when you're going north right. you get to the colorado border new mexico is the hardest part of the cdt for you <laughs> yeah, that it's true i guess so right. that's true yeah okay that's true yeah so uh you know we're gonna do all of our segments we might not do some of our segments 
got some interesting mail, but one interesting mailbag in particular today. Mm. Good thing we've got the lawyer what a teaser. here. Mm. Uh, it's going to involve uh-oh. the lawyer uh-oh. in the room. Anyway, Trust um, legal. You mean? <laughs> yeah. So I guess just stay tuned because who knows what we're going to do and not do. It seems to be a question mark every month these days. So that's it. That's all the teas you're giving that's us. That's like the like worst that table ever. Yeah, it's well, kind of my like, style. I'm like, you have a spoon if you're not hungry enough. The dishes are still in the sink. Good exactly. luck. <laughs> exactly. Well, we should get into Mark DiLorenzo's beer of the month. Dilo, take it away. Wait a minute, Dilo's not here. Oh, not yet. Again. Good, we're drinking Someone check her. a Home Depot. So, uh, can we say, the beers are compliments of Trail Show Nation tonight. And uh, what are you guys drinking? The, yeah, what do we have, Frito? We got a uh, Intergalactic Juice Hunter by Odd 13 Brewing. A double IPA. Out of Frito, Frito, you need to read every word read, on there. To read something. Like every, I mean, you got to do it slow. Including well, the barcode. <laughs> There's a strange alien man fighting a spaceship. Uh, laser blasts. Is everywhere. there any description? Uh, description of the <laughs> descriptions? Yes. Discre- discrepancies. Lafayette, Colorado. Oh. Eight point zero percent ABV, mm. twelve fluid ounces. Intergalactic Juice Hunter is a double IPA designed to highlight galaxy and other juicy hops. Oats and lactose mm. are added. Do you think juice is to, intergalactic? To create a thick mouthfeel. This is really good. It depends on the type of juice. Right. Hmm. Yeah, I mean that re- would require both something that drinks things and well, maybe fruit. if we had a space force, we could figure that out. <laughs> if only. What do you got, salty? I mm. have a blonde ale by New Planet. As mentioned, it is gluten free, all made from millet, gluten free oats, and maize, and it is actually not that bad. Four point five percent. A ringing endorsement. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> had beer in a long time <laughs> well I, I just stopped bothering because right. the early gluten-free beers were just not worth the they time were terrible yeah i was like nah, i'm not gonna bother um but this is not bad it's 4.5 ABV. it's refreshing yeah 15 ibu yeah not bad ibu what do you got out of order i got the wreck havoc imperial red ale hmm. from bootstrap brewing company would that be reek havoc yes who? or wreck havoc wreck havoc <laughs> is that how they say it in Florida? Is that is that what? All right, all right. So there's some gaps in my education. <laughs> oh man! All right. Um, don't ask me to say bridge. That's the other one that people always yell at me about. You just said it. I know. Bridge. And that's all you get one time. Oh okay. no, we've got audio, so we can <laughs> yeah, play I'm it a million times. Play that on a loop. <laughs> bridge, 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 bridge. Um. We're doing Trail of the Month first, is that right? We are. Let me uh, we just... We have a special guest for that. We do. All right, for our Trail of the Month this month, we have special guest and now Trail Show 6th chair, 7th chair, maybe 8th mm-hmm. chair, I, I don't know. <laughs> Liz Snorkel Thomas, who did what she did, another the New urban York hike. New York City urban New, hike. New York City urban hike. And we heard there was no beer involved. That's correct. In that. We'll have to what? ask her. Yeah. yeah. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. But Shameful. Why don't we give her a call and maybe we'll even... Play a prank on her. Yeah. Okay. Calling Snorkel. Well, here we go. Trail Show Hotline, go. Hey, Trail Show. What's up, Snorkel? Hey. Hey, Disco. It's uh, me and P.O.D. and Triple O and Salty and Frito Rotai Garcia. How are you doing? Great. Great. How are you all doing? So super. Awesome. We're getting ready for the uh, Great American Beer Festival tomorrow. Oh, you're going? Of yeah. course. We have press passes, baby. Why, why aren't you there? Oh, so jealous. Are you going as a podcast? You're yes. Like, of course. 
media coverage, it's the way to go. Yeah, I mean, we have to cover all the beer events as the Trail Show podcast, you know? <laughs> of course, of course. So, Snorkel, you, uh, you, you hiked the, uh, you did the New York City urban hike this summer, and we wanted to I did. have you fill us in on that uh, monumental achievement. So talk to us about where it went and how long it was and all the favorite places that you ate, because we know that that's in the forefront mm. of your experience. Oh, yeah, definitely. Um, so the New York City playground hike was a, a joint effort with the Trust for Public Land, because I've really started to think, like, you know, it'd be really cool if my urban hikes were not just about, like, me and glorifying the greatness of snorkel and actually had a mission <laughs> that gets people to think about cool projects, um, specifically about bringing nature into the city. Right. Uh, so mm-hmm. when I first, you know, actually, to be quite honest, I'm like, I was like a huge New Yorkophobe. Like I used to live like a tr- short train ride away from New York City, and I would never, ever go because I was terrified of New York. Um, and I kind of knew as an urban hiker that one of these days, like people kept asking, like, when are you going to do New York? Are you going to New York? Right. And I'm like, ah. but um, after I heard about the Trust for Public Lands project to essentially de-asphalt these like horrible playgrounds all throughout the city that these kids would be like, all right, go have recess. And they'd be like playing in an like on asphalt, like essentially in a parking lot. I was like, this is really cool, this project that you're doing. And it's something that I actually care about enough that like I would go brave the wilds of New York and like walk. Wow. So it was kind of like getting over my own fear, you know, kind of like when you're going on your first through hike, you're like getting over things that you're terrified of. And I was terrified of New York. So how long was the NYC playground hike? And I guess how long in days and in miles? Yeah, it was 225 miles, nine days. Um, I visited. <laughs> yeah. Crushing some pavement in, uh, yeah. in New York. Yeah. Um, and I visited 103 playgrounds um, in all what? five boroughs. That was something that was really important to me is to create a route that um, connected all of the boroughs. Because I feel like New York is one of those places where like people get very like, this is my borough and I never go to someone else's borough. Um, yeah. And I really wanted to talk like all, so much of what the urban hikes are about is like showing that on foot, all of these places that are within one city have more in common than they do different. Hmm. So nine days, um, I take it you were stealth camping on the streets at night. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, no, I uh, I actually, I had some friends there um, and designed my route around that. But I also, um, you know, like I didn't have friends who lived uh, like in, in uh, like South Queens, for example. So I Airbnb'd, which is, I mean, that's the incredible thing is we live in an age where you can kind of choose which neighborhood you want to be in and uh, find a place to stay for the night. So I actually really liked that because it gave me an idea of like the, the local flavor of the neighborhoods I was walking through. Um, yeah. Were there any, I guess, were there any children? There. Were there any children that joined you? I mean, I know you're hiking, connecting playgrounds and stuff. Did you hike with any um, kids? You know, like I, they didn't join me on the actual walking, but I met with several um several after school groups um and the really cool thing is on the last day um i went to the the grand opening of a brand new playground oh um, and i mean like it was a big deal the uh uh the nets were there 
that's the basketball team, right? Yes. Yep. I mean, people, yeah. <laughs> I'm like, just go, you'll know this. Like, the Nets were there, like, teaching kids how to shoot basketball. Wow. Um, there was, like, all sorts of politicians. There was this huge, beautiful um, carnival dance that the, the students, uh, it was like a hundred-person dance. Wow. Um, with, like, people on stilts and full, like, carnival costumes. Did you see New York City Mayor Bill de Blasio by any chance? Uh, uh, no, that, that oh, it, it was a, apparently the opening of a new playground was not quite, quite <laughs> mayor worthy. Uh, that mayor worthy. Yeah, I think he was still um, running yeah, for president at that time, anyway. So he what? Yeah. When did you you did it in September, right? I did it in May, end of May. What? Oh man, we no were wonder we couldn't find the photos. <laughs> <laughs> we were looking in the wrong month. No, I went all the way back to uh, April. Hmm. Huh? Out of order. You had a question. Oh, no. I was yeah. just going to say, of course she wasn't dragging. She's not the Pied Piper. She's not bringing kids from playground to playground. Yeah, come on, Pew. But maybe they would walk with her for a couple of miles. Just that's, like on her a, other hikes. felony. On her other hikes, people walk you know, with like, her for a few miles. We had this idea of, like, it'd be really great if we could get kids. And, you know, like, things get things get complicated with kids, as I'm sure right. you all know. Well, uh, none of us we, do, actually. actually. That's the beauty. Oh, you do. I do hiking. know. Frito knows. <laughs> I have a question, historical. Um, I heard there was no beer involved in this hike. What's up with that? Uh, yeah, I um, yeah, you know, I I I, I had, don't think this hike counts. Uh, I think while I was in New York, I had a beer or two, but um, yeah, you know, I was trying to keep this like a like a squeaky clean. You know, I'm going on schoolyard property right. uh, constantly Boo. throughout the day. All right. <laughs> Sorry, there, there's some people here in studio that are booing you, and I'm trying to stop, <laughs> trying to stop that. I, I'm, I'm, I'm working hard to make up for it. Okay. okay. Oh, good. Oh, All right. Good. We can That's always fair. count on you like that. Yeah. So, Snork, was this a point-to-point or a loop? Uh, it was, um, I mean, much like many urban hikes, it was kind of like a... Meandering. A zig to zag. Yeah, it was a continuous footstep, me, meandering <laughs> continuous footstep. So, I mean, I started Staten Island. Um, mm. I, I have to admit that I did not swim from Staten Island to Manhattan. Oh, that's a valid. That's a tough stretch of water, too. Yeah. <laughs> Almost died there once. <laughs> Where'd you finish? Um, I finished in Brooklyn. Okay. So I want you so to. So I went up through Manhattan. Over, I didn't actually know New York's geography at all, and where these I don't. Are. These names you're saying, I've heard <laughs> of them, but I have no idea. Yeah. <laughs> Let me pull up Google Maps. <laughs> well, Snork, I just wanted to to go ahead and be the first to uh, to say, well, you've done New York City, but wait till you get to Detroit. Yeah, that's right. It's a lot right. harder up there. That's right. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, I, yeah, I, 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 I yeah. might have to. Uh, might, I might have to get. Um, Call call in the the big beer drink beer through brew think drinkers. Uh, Frida Roll Tide Garcia yeah. right. sitting right here. Yeah, right yeah here. that's the one. I was actually wondering where your uh, booth is for the uh, signing of your article uh, for the Great American Beer Fest tomorrow. Yeah, we were planning on getting autographs. Yeah. Smart. Oh man, I wish I like I didn't even know that. Uh, what? Like my editor just emailed me today. What? And, uh, and yeah, yeah. What do you run that place like the I, White House? Yeah, what, what's good? You need a new editor. I mean, I don't know. Uh, hey, well, the, so the editor, I didn't even tell me that, like, she had submitted this story for this, this thing. 
Oh, I actually don't know uh, about the story, uh, Frito. What? What are you? I thought you were making something up. No, this, no, is, for this real. is for real. No, she, she actually. Oh. She got an award. What? Yeah. And you're not going to be here to accept it, Snorkel? What kind of... Oh, man. Hey, Snorkel, I want you to talk to us about the food. Yep. Hello? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> yeah, yeah. She, she was um, still eating. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know... Uh, I didn't have any pizza. I know you're you're gonna you're gonna what? judge me. Um, no, that's fine. I don't, you know, it, no it's, the, no it's the it's the salty influence. You know, like I've been eating healthy on trail. Oh, Good job, salty. <laughs> She's the devil. Oh. Yeah. What uh, did you but, eat? You know, like uh, so a lot of as I'm sure you know, a lot of um, a lot of neighborhoods in New York um, have people from the islands, and so I had a lot of island food. Um, a mm. lot of Caribbean food, um, yeah, it, it was actually really awesome, and you know, it's not something I can really get that easily. So many other places, so um, I had so many plantains; it was the best thing ever. Oh, wow. yummy! Did you have any mafongo? No, probably. Uh, I, no, it's I don't a think plantain so. dish. It's fine. Did you have any Jamaican <laughs> jerk chicken, man? I did. <laughs> oh, that yummy. stuff is so good. <laughs> So, oh God! So what can we what can we take away from this your experience to to parse out here? Like, is there are there any like cool routes that could be done in in New York City or New York City by just someone who wants to walk around for a day? Is there an area where they could connect footsteps pretty easily without froggering the traffic? You know, and just enjoying yeah, the, so, the outdoor uh, space. Totally. So, um, big, big takeaways that like, if you don't even like the urban hiking scene, like New York actually has like something crazy, like Ford, uh, like, oh no, I'm not going to 40,000 acre. Like, they, oh man, I'm going to get these numbers wrong. But That's they all have, right. Like, there's no, I there's no validity like, on the thousands show. Of miles of trail. There's like thousands of miles of trail. New York actually what? has been super proactive about huh. like creating trails. Like, um, I mean, like I was Instagram storing of like walking through this like forest with a trail with white blazes in like Staten Island. I'm like, this is kind of wow. weird. I feel like I'm on the AT, except I'm in technically New York City, and that kept happening. And and actually, I I connected with a, a through hiker, an AT and PCT through hiker who lives in New York, and she was like, oh yeah, there's tons of trails here. Like that's what that's what we do because getting out of town is so hard. Um, right. That makes yeah. sense. So, but the other big takeaway is that New York drivers are ridiculously, I like, I totally thought they were going to be awful. I thought they were super respectful. Yeah. They're used to dealing with pedestrians. Huh. I mean, Manhattan, Manhattan is crazy, but I think like you, even as you get into Northern Manhattan, um, or yeah, once, once you get into Northern Manhattan, it's like, things really start to chill out like there's a lot more nature and it's like oh i i was actually kind of shocked by how like almost suburban a lot of new york was um mm. as far as the walking what oh. is the craziest thing you saw on the nyc urban hike oh man um i know you saw some crazy stuff nyc is full of crazy stuff i mean maybe oh, you were yeah, the craziest yeah. thing you saw yeah maybe you were i don't know Okay, so there, there were a few things. I, I walked past um, the, and I think maybe this was in the outside story. I walked past the only functioning taxidermist in New York City. Ooh. Okay. 
Was and he, this was guy he had. He was. He like he has like you know tigers and like ferrets and stuff in his window. And I was like, what? And I was kind of looking through his window. He's like, oh, I would normally invite you in, but we're vacuuming the tiger right now. <laughs> and we're like, what? <laughs> happens all the time. Right. That's not a statement you hear very often. Not at all. Um, I, I met these really cool old grandpas um, who had this like finch club. They were like um, like some sort of South American finch that they just kind of like grow or like they, they raise and they were all hanging out on the park showing off their finches to one another. What? <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> finch and, club? Yeah, I like, I like wanted to chat with them and they were like, you're staring my finch. And oh, I'm like, oh, can you okay. your finch? Yeah, like... Did you see any of the legendary New York City street rats? I actually don't think I saw any rats. That's good. That's maybe you weren't out yeah. at night. No night hiking, huh? No, I yeah, I didn't really want to do much night hiking. Yeah, that's probably why. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. By the way, Frida wanted to congratulate you uh with something related to beer. What was oh, it? yeah. It's big right. announcement. Yeah, big, big announcement. Where's your big announcement music? I'll yeah. put it in in post. Okay. okay. I I noticed that uh, you're 1,003 check-ins. On untapped. On untapped. It's called context. Ah, so, yeah. You know... Oh, go ahead. <laughs> I was going to say, congrats. You're that officially is, an alcoholic. Yep. That, yeah. No, I, Welcome I just, to the club. I, I'm impressed, Norks. Like, I knew that you had a beer or two from time to time, especially on your hikes. But the fact that you've checked in over a thousand beers on Untapped, I my jaw was on the floor and I was like, Snorkel is the real deal, people. And it was at a very <laughs> special place. Isn't that right? You know, I, I kind of feel like a lot of, a lot of through hackers are like, I'm not a real through hacker until I've done the Triple Crown. I feel like I'm not a real beer connoisseur until I had a thousand beers. So you know, wow. where was your thousandth beer? Yeah, uh, I specifically timed it so that it would be at the Alda West Gathering, which oh. I couldn't help but notice wasn't at this year. Yeah, that's so cool. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And 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 Frito, how many beers do you have on Untapped? I'm like 2,700 right now. <laughs> wow. Snorkel. You got to pick up the Yeah, base. they got the <laughs> Dang. So I was actually there on a trail show beer hike with Frito when he got his thousandth beer. Yep. Oh, was, in Longmont? In Longmont. Oh, yep. You were the, the in- inspiration behind my... my uh, Your alcoholism? Yes. <laughs> yes. Oh, my. I did, I'd forgotten about that. Yeah. I'm an influencer. That's right. <laughs> this is such a touching story. Yeah, I had never Aww. heard of Untapped. Hmm. Um, I remember being like, this guy's drank a thousand beers. That's kind of a lot. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, uh, and now it's you. just water under the bridge. <laughs> Snor- Snorks, are you working on any book projects at the moment that Trail Show Nation needs to know about? Um, I have a guidebook. Uh, co-written with Justin Trauma Lichter coming <gasps> out in November. Ooh, we can, tell. we can have you both on the show. You can talk and he can just stay silent. <laughs> <laughs> How dare you, P.O.D.? How dare Snorks, what's it about? What's the book about? Uh, it's a guidebook to waterfalls in Southern California. Oh, yeah, nice. you've been working on that for a while, I feel like. Yeah, yeah, it's uh, apparently finally going to come out, which is great. Awesome. Wow, very cool. Um, when it, Yeah, when it's out, we got to have you back on the yes. show. Yes. 
for, for the for the the five trail show listeners from Southern California. Come That's on, right. there's got to be Come at least on. six. Yeah. How dare you? Squatch. Uh, <laughs> he counts as two. Snorkel. Snorkel. Uh. Mr. G. I, yeah. Glenn Van Pesky doesn't live there anymore, so no, we can't count can't him. No, can't count him. Anyway. I'm drawing a blank if there's any other ones. Snorks, what else are you getting into? Is there anything else we should know about before we say bye bye Yeah, I, 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 um, I, I think that's it, except for the Come thing on. that we alluded to earlier, the, the Frito thing at GABF. Okay. I so, feel like I always find out things about Snorkel afterwards, and I'm like, why did she not bring that up? She she just walked from Selma to Montgomery. You know, like something you do. <laughs> I find out something about you after the fact, and I, and I feel like it's like pulling teeth from you, Snorkel, to get you to talk about what you're, all the crazy stuff you're doing. Well, it, yeah. I mean, you know, it's it's winter, so I'm still, like, putting together plans. Um, okay. But, yeah, the, the big news for today that uh, the, uh, is that the, I wrote a piece for craftbeer.com on the Denver brew-through. Okay. And I found out that the, uh, the, the North American Beer Writers Guild gave an award for yep. excellent beer writing. Yep. Wow. And it was. Do you so get I am a DABF uh, award-winning writer yep. now. That's, I'm, a, I'm a, a, an award-winning beer writer. Congratulations. <laughs> what do you get? Do they actually give you something for the award? You get to be on Facebook. I, uh, yeah, I, I, yeah I, I think it might be something like that. Um, I get to tell people I'm an award-winning beer writer, and they should send me free beer. Uh, listeners? Listeners? Yeah. <laughs> out there? Snorks, where can people find you on the social medias i am at liz thomas hiking on both instagram and facebook and if you feel like learning about gear i'm at treeline review on both instagram and facebook as well okay well thank you so much for coming on the show tonight and uh we'll look forward to having you yeah we'll have you back in november once that book's out yeah sounds good and uh looking forward to seeing you all in person in the future months all right have a good one, Snorks. Thanks, Snorks. See you, Snorks. Bye, Snorks. Bye. There she goes, ladies and gentlemen. Liz Thomas. Not only is, is she a great writer and hiker, but she's also has impeccable timing because she managed to in that just <laughs> just as D-Lo comes into the studio. Yeah. Liz is out the door. D-Lo's in. D-Lo, say hello. Oh, no, I can't. You got to talk into the top. Yeah, well, talk oh, first, time the top. Yeah. first time on mic. First time on I was talking into the red dot. <laughs> Long time Bill, host, first time talker. Yeah. Yeah. Bill Clinton did. Uh, yeah. Oh, hey, did everybody. you just say a Bill Clinton did? Yeah, <laughs> that's what Bill Clinton did, right? Yeah. I don't know. I don't either. How's it been, D-Lo? What, what's what's new, I wasn't man? there. How is Home Depot? Uh, <laughs> wow, that's. I, I didn't. Right I didn't go to. I didn't go to Home Depot no, today. It, it was Bad Bath and Beyond. <laughs> no, no, it was McGuckins. It was the local. McGuckins, oh, keeping it local. I'm keeping my money in the I community. Like yeah, I bought some tulip bulbs and I'll plant them uh, before and after. Uh, tomorrow's Great American Beer Festivities. Yeah, I can't wait yeah. to see the ones that get planted after. <laughs> yeah. yeah, we'll see. Because I plan to plant them with a San Angelo bar. <laughs> of yes. course. Yeah, because I figured that'd be the best way to dig those deep holes. Yep. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Totally. Yeah. So, all right, yeah. let's let's take a break. When we come back, we've got more of Delo. So don't go anywhere. Yeah. Hey, Trail Show. <laughs> Thank you.
Garrett the Onion Christensen, and I never listen to the trail show because I think filling your cooler with the ice from a friend's house is a perfectly normal thing to do, especially if you brought them beer. Wow. Some He's still angry about that. angry yeah, about it. aggressive. It's yeah. like so many years ago. I know, and he can't let go of it. Yeah. Yeah, he should just a lot be of like, anger. I mean, just own up to the fact yeah. that you were rude. <laughs> and just... Oh, wow. <laughs> you just got to be like Elsa. Let yeah. it go. No. Let, let it go. go. D-Lo, I thought is we were past little, that phase. Is the D-Lo, oh, worry? Is the D-Lo really. family excited about Frozen 2 coming out? Dude. <laughs> I mean, is it like... Is it like is all it hands on deck? We're we're going, we're <laughs> going. Night. Are you? Yeah. I don't think we're going opening night, but we're we're going. Is Leo still into it? No. Okay. But we're going. You're going. <laughs> yeah. yeah. We are you totally should, going. You should take him to see the Joker first. Yes, <sighs> definitely. Oh my god! I don't think the Joker is very kid friendly. No, no, it's I think not. it's got a very it's, adult. Yeah. Yeah. Is it about clowns? Yeah, something about clowns. We all know clown movies yeah. are made for kids, right? He actually has an advent calendar for the opening of the. Frozen too. I do actually. That's oh, that's kind of true. We're counting down the days in my household. We got an audio update from Moon Kid. Ooh, Moon Kid's gonna star in Frozen too. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Good segue. He might if he's in Canada this winter. <laughs> All right, let's see what he's up to. Hey, the trail show. This is Moon Kid from uh, the Big Sky Alternate on the CDT in Montana. So, for those who wouldn't know about the Big Sky Alternate. Also called sometimes the sometimes the butt cut off. But <laughs> I, I don't say that. I'm, I'm too on. young. I, 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 <laughs> <laughs> was that intentional? Um, no, no, that was. Beauty, the, please. He needs to work on his pronunciation yeah. a little bit. What should he have said? It's the super butte cut off. Oh, butte and is that, the, is that the slacker route? Is that what? you know? I used to think that, but the, but the super butte cutoff actually looks way cooler than the CDT, the official CDT. How route. dare you? I think in France they would say the the booty, <laughs> the booty, the, the, booty. the, the booty, booty cutoff, the booty. I don't le, think there's a lot of booty on that cutoff. Le cutoff uh. de booty is what they'd say in France. Okay, let's keep going. Right. Yeah. To say that, so <laughs> it's like a big shortcut instead of um, going along the the border between Idaho and Montana. You have this option to go straight north from uh, the Yellowstone National Park in Wyoming that lead to Montana. And um, so, of course, it's it's uh, shorter, so it's better for me as uh, winter is coming very, very soon here. And, um, yeah, it looked also much more appealing to me because it stays longer in the, in the Yellowstone National Park and in some other remote places. And the national park absolutely beautiful. I I loved it actually, and um, that was kind of difficult because I got some snow. I mean, for a few time it has been difficult because of snow for me. I got my first uh, big snowfall when I was in in the Wind River Range, so the 11th of September, and I was Ooh, I was yeah. very wow, surprised nice. because I wasn't expecting any snow at. I mean that early, but yeah, at the same time, it's uh, the winds. You you never know what to expect there. And uh, since then, have been three through three major snowfalls, and um, it's not easy. I'm I'm gonna be honest with you with you, but uh, at the same time, every time I um, I progressively learn how to deal with that. And um, I think I enjoy it a little bit more every time, so I'm more self-confident. I have some uh, some better 
like a routine or that kind of stuff. I think that the probably the hardest part of the day when you have some snow is like right now I'm recording that uh, that update from my tent. I'm ready to leave, but it's probably yeah the hardest part of the day because everything is cold, everything is frozen, and I just <laughs> I just want to keep to stay in my sleeping bag to stay warm and but yeah once once you leave you yeah you just make your way in snow and it's slower so you definitely have to <clears throat> to change your mind i mean don't have to you you're not going to to do the the same mileage as usually anyway but from that point if you are able to change your mind and to adapt yourself to the to the conditions i think any well-experienced long-distance hiker would be able to to enjoy enjoy the snow. It's really fun, actually, and once you leave, you're not really cold anymore. So yeah, that's cool. But no, yeah, it's <laughs> I've have a new thing in my routine in the morning is that um, I have to I have to melt my shoes because I mean, <laughs> usually it's not waterproof shoes. So usually when I set up my my tent. Yeah. In the evening, they are a little bit wet, and they freeze during the night. And uh, right now, it's just impossible to put on my shoes like this. So I, <laughs> I, uh, I melt them like uh, above my stove. I, I turn on my stove, and with a small burn, I'm able to to melt it to to be able to, yeah, put, to put it on. So <laughs> it's the the kind of small thing which is not easy with snow and everything is like this you know everything is slower everything is a little bit more complex a little bit more difficult so but yeah that's that's cool I um I I love to to have that new new experience and um I'm still I'm still making my way up north on a on a steady pace so yeah, I'm, I think I will be able to at least to finish the CDT in those conditions. We'll see. All right. See you. Ciao. It's yeah. like he's freezing his butt yeah, off on the butt yeah. cutoff. Seems like a lot different than when he was running <laughs> through Frozo. Central America with a little... Yeah. You know, I've yeah. got a, a trail tip for him. God. Yeah. Trail tip is, and this is useful for people on the CDT as well, who are going northbound and during the normal window of time. Right. Is uh, if you carry out a plastic uh, shopping bag with you, mm. and two, one for each shoe. So when you're hiking through the snow, you put your shoe in there and you twist it up real twice, tighten up it, the thing around, and then put it in your sleeping bag. And that way your shoes don't freeze at night. Mm-hmm. So you put your shoes inside the plastic bags. Yes. Inside your sleeping off. bag. Yes. Really? Yeah. Then they don't freeze at night. Okay. Because How do it, they smell, though, in the morning? It doesn't matter. <laughs> I mean, if you're hiking through snow, your, your shoes are going to reek yeah, so it's bad. it's going to be bad. But this is something that the Northbounders that we met talked about because they frequently would dunk their shoes in ice cold water in the morning and then put them on because they were frozen solid yeah yeah and yeah. so when that happened out. five days in a row they're like let's fix this problem yeah, yeah. this is not working yep. so and, yeah. and also if you want to you don't have to carry out plastic bags you could use your um your your the trash the trash compactor bag in your backpack and just use 
the outside of it, not use the inside that you're going to put your sleeping bag in because that would be gross after mm-hmm. a while. Mm-hmm. If you have your wet shoes in there, mm-hmm. and it, counting out the, the dampness, the smell of your shoes and yeah. then stuffing your bag in that every night. So just make sure you turn it inside out. So you're using the outside of the bag to keep your shoes warm. Another trail tip. Get a job for the winter, hang tight, and start hiking again in the springtime. Yeah, I think that's get a, a solid job. recommendation. Get a job. I mean, you, know, job. you don't want to just you don't want to just hang out for the winter. You'd be bored. So get a job, do something that could be fun, could be useful, make a little money, meet some people. Get a job in Quebec yeah. City where they all speak or French. In or Montana, or yeah, in Quebec. Canada. Otherwise, or, I think he's going to be the dog team. Meat popsicle team. 2.0. Yeah, meat popsicle. Or Dilo's got a spare room. He could yeah. do, come I do some child care. Maybe? I do. Yeah, you could contribute to our child care activities at our house. Yeah, <laughs> we take on more children. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Come you, live with us. You would Moon love child. it. <laughs> you would love the children. They're wonderful <laughs> souls. <laughs> All right. I just played out both of those trail tips. And now we've got Special 41 for Trail News. Ladies and gentlemen, tonight we have Trail News with Special 41. Here it is. All right, Special, so what's the news this month? It's been one whole week since we recorded. <laughs> but we only covered one news story, so there's got to be some news. Well, it's been like forever since I've recorded, so. That's true. Um there's been a million things that have happened. Are, are we recording right now? You're on the that, air, man. It's live. I'm on the air? Oh, it's live. man. You're on the air. Okay. Well, um, yeah. So, first of all, uh, POD, I know I told you I'd try to keep it to, like, five stories uh, so we wouldn't have to be on Skype for forever. Yes, that uh, would but be I was great. Wrong. Oh, jeez. I was totally wrong. It's like a dozen. Okay, well, we're going to hang up so. after five. <laughs> yeah, we'll, we'll do five. You just choose. <laughs> yeah. Um, all right, cool. So, uh, in the first piece of trail, well, y- have y'all already talked to Snorkel? Or you talked yes. To her yes. Yeah. We just talked about her Did big she award. Did happen to mention her trail news? Which trail? Is that now special? You should know. Sometimes she won't tell us the, the different things she's doing. So, you might actually have some news about her that she would not mention on air. Okay. So, um, I'll start with, with her then. Uh, she actually was just um, uh, named the third place winner for the best beer and travel writing. Yeah, we, we talked about the, that. So five minutes ago. Old news. Talking about <laughs> catch up. Catch well, up. Okay. <laughs> okay, so she scooped me with her own story. I get it. I get it. Um, yeah. Next. She probably did not happen to mention, though, that, uh, that some, like, some of the other um, – so like second place in best beer and travel writing was um, Fat Fat Beer Horse Loves Beer, so they make their own, uh, which is just a great title. Um, Wait a minute, say that again. Yeah, Fat Fat Beer Horse Loves Beer, so they make their own. And I don't really know what that means, other than it sounds like a place in China where there's a fat fat beer horse that loves beer, huh. so they make their own. Interesting. Um, oh. Yeah, I'm gonna. I'm saving that. This one award is here. sounding I'm less prestigious by the minute. <laughs> <laughs> um, cool. Well, blasting on to the next thing. Uh, y'all remember this uh, uh, this uh, pipeline that they wanted to build across the Appalachian Trail? Yes. 
Well, the Supreme Court is going to hear the appeal that's been brought by the uh, um, the, the people that want to build it, which are Duke and Dominion Energy. Um, a lower court has previously <laughs> ruled that it could not happen. Uh, you may remember that the judge actually quoted the Lorax uh, in their decision. But they are you serious? No. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. The, the, the ruling judge... Um, Stephanie Thacker actually yeah, quoted the Lorax from Dr. Seuss in the, the ruling. Um, but she basically, her ruling was that the Forest Service could not grant the permit um, because it crosses a National Park Service unit. And since the AT corridor is a National Park Service unit, it requires congressional approval in order to get that to happen. Um, so that was sort of the last thing. But of course, the pipeline company brought a, uh, a, a you know, appealed to the Supreme Court on this, and the Supreme Court has agreed to hear the ruling uh, or uh, hear the case, and then they'll be making a ruling on on that. So, um, yeah, I don't know that I don't know that like there's a number you can call to like tell your we don't really have our own. Supreme Court justices or anything like that. But yeah. I'm sure there's yeah. a hotline that we can all call and tell them, like, hey, guys. Trail show hotline. The trail show yeah. hotline. You feel free trail to call show. that. Yeah. <laughs> It'll do just I'll as good as calling the us... Supreme Court. <laughs> <laughs> they, they are just as likely to hear it if you call in on the trail show hotline. Yeah. <laughs> RBG's yeah, a listener, I think. Yeah. I mean... You just got to hope Brett Kavanaugh is a good person and cares about the environment. And, so and good sober. luck about that. <laughs> and sober. Why can't they uh, <laughs> Why can't they put the pipeline like underneath the mountain? Um, why can't they just not put the pipeline? Well, yeah, sure. But where I'm at. Yeah, I agree with that. But I wonder why they can't just put the pipeline underneath the mountain. I guess it's more expensive than to run it up the mountain and over. Right? I'm not sure if it isn't underneath. Yeah. It. I, you think it's underneath? It That's, might be. And really? they still need a permit. Huh. Um, I'm not. I'm not 100 sure about that, but yeah. Is it well, un- I mean, underneath or overneath? It post- it's mostly <laughs> an above ground pipeline. Yeah. So then, yeah, because um, yeah, it's even if they're going to put it under under the the AT, um, it still would cause like significant impact to to the surrounding areas. Well, it's so, got to be substantially more case, expensive to tunnel underneath a mountain and run a pipeline than just go. Well, I mean, top, it's but. a huge, expensive, wasteful pipeline and hey you know kind of a kind of a, a news flash maybe for some people but all pipelines leak all yeah, yeah. Of them. yeah. what um, that's not possible i know that maybe that's why you don't put so, them underground maybe that's why you just don't yeah. put them at all anywhere Hey, now uh, special, that's, that's really unfair because, you know, wind farms, some of that wind leaks through the, the wind turbines and continues on going and blowing. <laughs> and some of the yeah. solar, yeah. solar, the sunlight does Preach. Preach. Other, also misses the panels and hits the rest of the earth. So let's just not pretend like yeah, there's not man. leaks in, in renewable energy either. Okay. <laughs> Onward. Uh, we're going to offer a hearty trail show congratulations to uh, Will Acuna Robinson, who uh, finished the yes. Final Divide Trail on September 15th, making him the first, what is the term they use, the first recorded uh, or documented male um, African-American triple crowner. Wow. Congrats. Uh-huh. So, so yeah, Walker was the uh, first 
female African American. Yes. Um, but Akuna, Chardonnay. Congrats on. Yeah. I actually saw another completion of the PCT story, which I just thought was kind of neat. Uh, you know, we tend to talk about through hiking quite a bit. Um, but this story was about a Redondo Beach fellow. Uh, his name, where is it? Um, Matt Hadnett. Uh, he completed the PCT over the course of 20 years. Wow. Um, hiking every year except for 2008. Started, you know, in 1988, um, and he's now 53. The only year that he skipped was 2008 when the housing market crashed because he was like in or when the economy crashed, he was in some area of business that that affected him or something. So in any case, uh, pretty cool. Uh, you know, I think that takes a huge amount of commitment to be able to just come back mm-hmm. year after year uh, and do it. I'm and there's this great quote by actually his wife at the end uh, where she says, um, so even though it's hard for hard to have him gone for a long period of time, I almost came to welcome it because when he comes back, he's a new man. I just thought uh-huh. that was a, a great little little yep. story. Yeah, I know the feeling. Me too. Seems uh, <laughs> like a good marriage tip. Yeah, it is. All right, I'm gonna skip this one so that you guys don't cut me off. Uh, <laughs> yeah, you got. And, but I will talk about this one just real quick. Talk about a freak accident. There was a, a PCT hiker from Germany uh, who was killed on the trail near Trout Lake because a tree fell and hit him as he was crossing a bridge. Oh, my God. While while he was crossing a bridge? Seriously? Yeah, he was on trail on, like, a a wooden, you know, bridge bridge. or whatever, and some some, uh, rotted-out spar uh, fell and and hit him. Um, He was hiking with with, uh, two other folks. Um, They, you know, initiated SAR and stuff. SAR finally got to him. They took him out to the trailhead and did some CCR and stuff, but he, he unfortunately did not make it. Oh, um, wow. Younger fellow, too. I think he was uh, like 27 or 28, I believe it said in the story oh. here. So really unfortunate. That's um, and, you know, just goes to show you, you know, when you're camping, like actually making camp, yeah. it's obviously a good idea to keep an eye out for widowmakers and for, you know, limbs mm-hmm. and things like that. But holy crap, talk about just really terrible luck. I mean, to literally, as you're walking, get hit by the one tree. And it's just it's real tragic. Mm. Um, well, on to happier news. Possums. Yes. Uh, this is the, a great story. The freakiest little creatures. You know, I, I like them, but they are freaky looking. Oh. They're weird. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Giant they are rats. weird. Um, Pod, I think you sent this story to me, but because uh, I used possums, to, ha- I used to hate possums until I read the story. <laughs> Shame. Yeah. So they they kill ticks, lots and lots of ticks. They did this study. Oh, yep. uh, apparently, a possums actually tr- attract ticks, and I don't know if they do it more than other animals or not. Um, but this study, uh, you know, looked at um, possums and like. I think rats and squirrels and a couple of other critters, but the possums were way more effective at killing ticks than anything else. Um, they reported that a single possum can kill uh, over 5,500 ticks, 5,500 ticks wow. per what? week. 
per week. Yeah, crazy. Oh That's great. What? Yeah, they attach. Yeah, they, said that they crawl. Yeah, they crawl they up kill. on them and they eat them. Wow. Hmm. Wow. The possums yeah, eat the ticks really off their body. Yeah, they're really good at bringing themselves. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So we need Apparently to populate the AT with with thousands, hundreds of uh, thousands of possums. Yeah. What could possibly go wrong? <laughs> <laughs> just ask just New yeah. Zealand. Biological control is always made good decisions. Yes. Yeah, or Australia. Um, ask them about the rabbits. Yeah. <laughs> and the prickly pear cactus. Someday let me tell you the story about when they introduced the mongoose to Hawaii. And uh, how yeah, the, the mongoose in Hawaii. How yeah. dumb it was in the first place. So, uh, yeah, but they kill about 95% of the ticks that actually get on them. Um, so next time you see a possum, just uh, tell it thank you. Yeah. And let it go in a merry pick-eating way. Another interesting story, uh, actually, Disco, I think you sent this one um, along. In New Mexico, they did a study on the predation habits of a, a mountain lion with a GPS collar. This mountain lion was named Broken Leg because it had overcome like some pretty serious um, injury. And anyway, it eats badgers yeah. for the most part. Uh, like far and away more than anything else. Uh, they counted 24 badger, 17 elk, 9 coyote, 8 beaver, 2 pronghorn, 2 mule deer, 2 porcupine, which, by the way, I just saw a porcupine the other day, one of the few porcupines I've ever seen while I was out here doing some, some well inspections. Uh, one rabbit, one raccoon, one feral dog, and a mousseline sheep. Um, this is one mountain lion. One mountain lion Ate all yeah, that. over the course of this study period. I think this. I think the study period was was a year. Uh, that's, that's impressive. That's yeah, still a lot. I think it was a year. Yeah, we should get them together with snorkel. <laughs> <laughs> and a and a possum. Yeah. <laughs> well, but yeah, pretty wild. I, I just wouldn't have thought that like badgers were going to be right. A, 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 a real choice for them, yeah, because they're kind of mean. Yeah, they're vicious. Like oh, honey badgers put up are... enough of a fight to, yeah. to deter, you know, the the mountain lion from getting to them that much. I but thought badgers were the baddest tasty, animal though. of all time. Yeah, like I thought rough. they they could take a man down or a dinosaur down. D'Lo, badgers. <laughs> all right, yeah. I got... Okay, yeah. badgers are bad. So, Spesh, we got time for one more story. What's your Final story of the night. Oh, man. You pick one. Uh, Make it good. Gun uh, to your head. Pick one. All right. So I'll, I'll end with a funny one, and then I'll, I'll talk about the other one next month. Okay. Um, so uh, some friendly Canadians were... Uh, you just have to say Canadians. Exactly. Other- <laughs> why, why, there's no need for the extra words. <laughs> What's that? I'm sorry. I didn't hear that. You said you just have to say Canadians. Obviously, they're friendly, special. They're Canadians. Yeah, come on. Yeah. Well, that's what I'm saying. So a group of friendly <laughs> Canadians uh, were, uh, were oh, Canadians up, are um, hiking a 14er, uh, quandary, in fact. They were, like, waving at some other hikers. But the other hikers mistook it as, like, a sign of distress and thought they were calling for <laughs> oh help God. or something. So they called SAR and, like, a full... Full, you know, um, deployment of search and rescue from Summit County oh, Rescue Group. Oh no! W- went out. Uh, you know, made contact, uh, and then yeah, eventually figured out that um, they had not been waiting in order to like get help, but were, were just 
trying to be friendly. So I guess maybe be friendly closer. Don't, yeah. don't be friendly so, from such a distance that, like, the people think you're trying to flag them <laughs> down for weird. help or yeah. something. How dare okay. they make polite salutations? <laughs> I mean, well, I mean, from a, from a long distance away, uh, I, I can see how a wave would yeah. look like I need help come over here. Because you know? that's strange. And on Quandry, you can see the ridge for a long time. Mm-hmm. And so you could definitely see people way up above you or below you. And and I do think it's a little little odd behavior to be like aggressively waving to people who are far away that you don't. I mean, if it's like your friend and you're like, hey, I'm up here. I'm this person. I'm this black dot. But um, I, 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 too, would if I were hiking, if someone were doing that, I'd be like, what's. What's going on up there? Like, what's? Yeah, what's... I mean, I would. Hmm. If, if I don't think I would call someone risky, but... away from somebody where I can't be like, "Hey, how's it going?" You know, at a normal voice, and they're waving at me. I'm going to be like, "Why are they trying to get my attention?" Yeah, you know, what's going on over there? Come on, right. Canada, <laughs> pull it together. Well, Stop being so friendly. Um, <laughs> cool. But anyway, yeah, that's that's uh, all the trail news that's fit to print, and that okay. you'll let me talk about. Spesh, where are you at the moment? I'm in Rome, New York. Were you in Rome? Really? Nice. How's the weather in Rome? Yeah, How's the pastries? So I have, uh, I'm sorry, say again? How's the Colosseum? <laughs> um, different Rome. This is Rome, New York. Uh, it's not quite as scenic. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm out here doing some, some work on, uh, on the former Air Force base in town. Uh, this is one of my main work areas. So. Have you gone back to your to favorite brewery? Stuff. Man, I have not actually been over what? there. I don't know that I'm going to get a chance to. Come on. Um, yeah, I don't know. I don't think I'm going to get a chance to this this trip. I've been I've been pretty pretty busy, so I've barely mm. made it out to even get dinner and stuff. Well, so. special. We're going to miss you tomorrow at GABF. We will hoist about uh, 50, about fifty beers in your I, honor. Yes. Fifty one ounce beers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, be sure to take plenty of photos and send them to me and make me all sorts of envious. Uh, oh, I'll, 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 uh, I'll make sure that I drink a couple of nice beers tomorrow uh, in, in commiseration, and I promise I won't cry in them too much. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I wonder, I wonder if that brewery of yours is actually oh, yeah. going to be at GABF What's tomorrow. the name of it? What's it? What are they called? Copper City Brewing. Copper City Brewing out of Rome, New York. There's yeah. quite a few breweries from New York. We so will find them, Spesh, and we'll we, will, we will put in a good word for you. Well, and you know, if you do find them, tell them that even though they didn't sell much of the fennel space on, that they should really bring it back because occasionally when I come here, I'd go to their brewery and I'd really like to drink more of that fennel space on. Hmm. All right, we'll Sounds we'll good. let them know. I'll wait till I'm good and lit up to go over there and <laughs> transfer that message. <laughs> more fennel space on. My oh. friend special. <laughs> He's really special. Yeah. He likes to They'll fail. be like, ma'am, step away from the table. You're <laughs> spitting <laughs> on me. Here's your one ounce final saison. Time to move along. <laughs> this is only the afternoon session, ma'am. Please, please It's only 1 down. p.m. All right, special. Uh, take care out there. and We look forward to having you back on the show for November. Absolutely. Can All I right, special? y'all. Bye, Spash. Bye. Bye. Later. Bye.
Bye, Felicia. Bye, Felicia. He just ran out the room, ladies and gentlemen. He just ran out of his hotel room in just a towel <laughs> to get that fennel saison. Jumped into the bath with his bottle of wine. <laughs> that was awesome. <laughs> when we come back from break, we've got all kind of trail show hotline calls. People don't Ooh, go anywhere. It's going to be good. Hey, baby, you ever had your mountains hiked by a fat guy in a Columbia shirt? <laughs> yeah. I think that was a promo <laughs> for the trail show. I'm not <laughs> certain, actually. <laughs> yeah. Oh, do, we, do we want that to be a promo? <laughs> I don't know. I, Dilo, I don't Is that know. A I don't know. <laughs> Call the trail show. Call the trail show. Seven two zero eight nine three twenty two sixty Everybody now. We got good calls this month, so let's start it off with a public service announcement. Finally, I've been dialing blah, 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 number, number, number 69 for ages trying to get you guys on the phone. This is the hater. I don't listen to the trail show much, but I heard one of your posse was taking some bangers on a closed trail in Idaho. Not cool. I thought we were all on the same page. And then on your Instagram page, I saw some clown on the top of a mountain holding a bazooka. (laughs) Or was it a Roman candle? Fireworks aren't allowed on public lands. You guys all know that. Ugh. Oh. Oh. Maybe it's a... Uh, looks like a hiking pole. Well, whatever. <laughs> Get off my damn lawn, you kids. <laughs> whatever. Wow, was that the uh, hater? Uh, leave Just... no trace. Keep your drones in your cars and national parks and wilderness areas. Don't be a torn and respect your public lands. That's <laughs> yeah. all. There you go. Wow. Words of wisdom. Public lands hate you, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> Who knows? I don't know. I don't think Who that... could uh, be someone imposing the hate. Yeah, I, it, I don't think it was him. Well, what, what, wait, what was he talking about? Bangers on a closed trail in Idaho? I don't know, I don't know what, a, what you were doing up there. Yeah, where were you clearly you. you were well, the bangers sounds a little more fun than what I was doing, maybe. <laughs> Is that like bangers and mash? I don't know. I wasn't on any closed trails. Hmm. We we actually. I gotta, mean, all the a lot of trails in Idaho are like kind of closed, kind of closed, <laughs> but not officially closed. They're not open or closed. Exactly. They're just sort of like there. 
Uh, we also got a, a real. This is a good question. I'm glad that Dilo's here because I think he'll he'll Ooh. he'll do a good job with this question. Trail show. Hey, you gotta help me out with the gear review. Uh, I go, love to go out with my son. He loves going with me. Um, but he needs to learn to start carrying his own weight. He just turned seven years old. That's old enough. Um, so I want to pack for him, but they're crazy expensive. The kid grows like a weed. Um, so I'm not buying one of these packs. But I realize that these dog hiking saddlebags fit him pretty good and <laughs> are adjustable. Um, a lot cheaper than these, you know, REI kids packs. So I would like to know which dog saddlebag do you recommend for a child 7 to 10 years old? Uh, looking forward to hearing your answer. Thanks a lot, guys. Bye. D-Lo. 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 Which, which, dog, which dog hiking pack do you use for your son? Well, let's see. On our dog... <laughs> We don't have a dog. Yeah, uh, but you have a kid, so clearly yeah, you have but he doesn't same, carry same. his own weight. <laughs> what does uh, Mateo wear? But, but I, I think I Mateo, think you're I think you're going by weight. So you're going like yeah. fifty to seventy pounds, right? So you're like a maybe a small pit bull. I to think a I think you retriever. should just get whatever sort of pack is comfortable enough for your kid to carry some clothes and food in, and uh, you just carry the other stuff because you're not going to be going far and. Uh, I don't know. You can carry an extra sleeping bag if you're only hiking like four miles, right? Like, what's but the big deal? But his question is about which dog pack to use. I don't. I, I think you should not use a dog pack. I think you should use a pack for your kid that's cheap, accessible. I mean, it could even be a school book bag, right? Just fill it up mm. with some snacks and. A, but what, what if clothes. they're an ugly kid though? Then you can use a dog pack, right? <laughs> I don't. I don't even think Triple I would up. buy anything. On, I man. think I would just use what I have, right? Like wow. I would just use what I have and just plan on carrying <laughs> wow. most of the weight myself. Because honestly, like you're not going that far, and you shouldn't be complaining. About All it, right, right, serious, Stan. Yeah, Jeez. and that's wow. and that's why the youth of today cannot hold their own weight. Yeah, and then they grow up to like be me. adults. Good luck yeah. with social security. They grow up when to be adults, <laughs> and they expect someone else to continue carrying their stuff. Would you for them? carry my backpack <laughs> on this order. twenty mile hike that we're about to Can go on today, <laughs> and tomorrow too, and maybe the day after that for a total of sixty miles? We got more hotline calls <laughs> in a minute. First, let's do trips. Has okay. anybody gone anywhere this past uh, week? <laughs> You <laughs> have. I, should I start? You should. Can I talk? Can I talk? Yes. Ross Pro, anyone? No. Yes, no. No. Okay. Rest in peace, Ross. Yeah. R.I.P. Yeah, he's no longer with us. All right. So the can last... we have a moment of silence for no, Ross? Okay. No, no, we, we can't. <laughs> no. He never gave can us we... silence. We're not giving him silence. Can we have go. a moment of silence at any point on this trail show? No. Uh, Probably not. not. No. Last trail show, I was lamenting about not having been hiking in a while, and. I made a pledge to Trail Show Nation that I would get out and go hiking before the next show. And lo and behold, I went hiking on Wednesday morning. But before I get to that, thank yeah. you. I appreciate that. Thank you, guys. Finally. I was yeah. Let's go. Yeah. Yes. yes. I was starting yeah. to feel like I was married Hallelujah. <laughs> I, I appreciate that, guys. Uh, What'd I, you just say? I was you. starting to feel like I was married to D-Lo. <laughs> wow! <laughs> We're Whoa. just doing things around the house. Is that what Did you're this saying? Did this guy get a fur coat? What? Yeah. <laughs> What's wow. the deal? What does that mean? Wow, uh, Dilo, I've got no control over her, as you know. So <laughs> obviously, good luck. Um, so anyway, I finished. I had a busy work season. I basically finished with all my work on uh, Tuesday, Tuesday, and I immediately packed up my car and I drove 30 miles north to Buena Vista, Colorado. And I know of this great BLM campground, 
It's a Tuesday night. I'm like, man, I'm going to have this campground to myself. I'm going to camp here tonight, and, I, and then I'm going to get up early, and I'm going to go do my first 14er of the year. I pull up. I set up camp. I, I put out my, my two-seater camp chair. I crack a beer. It's quiet. The campground's about half full, which was surprising given that it was October yeah. 1st. But whatever. It was still quiet. I was like, man, this is great. This is great. So right as it's getting dark, a van pulls up two, or I should say, yeah, two campsites over from me and outpour like a gaggle of 20-year-old bro bras. And <laughs> they immediately start chopping wood to create a fire and immediately light the fire. And I, I think it was within 30 minutes they were drunk. It was, it was pretty incredible. I was like, should I move my camp? Should I, should I, what should I do? And I was like, oh, I bet I've got earplugs in the Jeep. I, I turned the Jeep upside down. I look in everything. I've got no earplugs. And I was like, oh man, should I move camp? No. And it, you know, the, they're getting more and more rowdy. There's like five of them. They're talking about uh, PBR and they're talking about the best Mexican weed they've ever smoked, which is weird because in Colorado we have very, Dilo, you can attest to this. We have high THC varieties that are, we do in yeah. every dispensary. That's yeah. true, man. Anyway, <laughs> so I, so I, I didn't know what to do. I didn't know what to do. So I was like, okay, I got no earplugs. I, I tried to listen to podcasts and stay up as late as I could. Had headphones in, and then finally at eleven, I was like, I got to go to bed, man. I got to do a fourteen or tomorrow morning. And so I was like, I got no earplugs. What? I was like, All right, I've got a white noise app. So. I put on the crickets, I put it in the inside pocket right next to my head, and I turned the volume up as loud as it would go. It was kind of like a, my own personal white noise app. Your own and it worked. It was just enough to drown out the conversations about PBR and, and weed. And I went to sleep, and I was like, all right, this is great. I went to sleep, and then I woke up at 5 a.m., <laughs> Out of a out of a dead sleep, and this is all I like thirty feet from my tent. This is all I heard. <laughs> and and then I heard it again. <laughs> and one more time. Sound, sounds a lot like Burning Man. Yep. <laughs> sounds like and their parents carried their backpacks when they were little. <laughs> and then, and then I, I was like, wow, uh, it's Wednesday morning. Apparently, that gentleman has to go to work, so he's getting it all out of his system. You know, well, cause maybe. And then uh, he's gonna have to hit the uh, go, mouthwash go, pretty hard. Go yeah. sober or get pulled over. Go. <laughs> is that what they say? <laughs> so then I finally I drove out to Huron Peak. And the fall colors were incredible. <laughs> and um, I actually recorded a little bit of audio for y'all from the summit of 14,003 foot uh, here on peak. So let me see if I can play that. Okay. I've got a trip report for you from the top you sound of drunk. Huron Peak <laughs> at 14,003 feet. I made it out of my office and out of my desk chair. And I feel a little punch drunk from the altitude. And it's a little windy and chilly up here, but I can see fall colors in 360 different directions. Uh, it's a beautiful day. I've got the summit to myself. Unbelievable. 
believe I can't even say believable because my mouth isn't working at 14,000 feet. I saw two people on the way up and they were wearing blue jeans. So I immediately oh, no. asked them how much further do you think I'm going to make it? Is the summit crowded? And they thought I was serious. And they had on blue jeans. So that's it. That's all I've got. Uh, this is my trip report for the October trail show. And hopefully I can get another 14er by next month's show. Disco out. So that's my trip report for I, the show. I would like to chime in and say that um, I only hiked... One last summer we did a 14er together with Salty, mm -hmm. and mm. this is one of Disco's favorite things. We were maybe two minutes from the every time we passed someone, he would say, like very exasperated, like how much farther <laughs> do you think I'm gonna make it? Yeah. And, and we were like yeah. two minutes from the top, and you were yeah. just like doing the talus up up the side of um whatever uh, peak it was, yeah, and then. And then you yeah. make a sharp turn on the ridge and go up. And like you could see, like there were tons of people on the summit. Of and course. some people coming down, he was like, eh, How much farther do you think I'm going to make it? And they're like, Yeah, dude, no, it's right here. <laughs> Don't turn back. And I wasn't going to turn back. <laughs> I wasn't going to do that this time. But because they both had on blue jeans, I was like, I, I got to ask them. Yeah. I have to ask them. And I will. A, a little anecdote on my way down i did spy a pair of blue jeans <laughs> that were abandoned off the side of the trail did you burn them i did not burn them but i did uh, take they a should photo have been burned. did they you can... have your blowtorch with you i did not <laughs> i did take a photo of them why did you not it... safety first why didn't on you our hike social with media. your blowtorch you should understand. take a look at it because not only were there blue jeans but there was a few other things right next to the blue jeans uh which might have something to do with why they were abandoned so uh, that's it. That's all I've got for my trip report. That was long. So that's good. Well, I can right, do guys. a short trip Please. report since mine's the same. Okay. So uh, I went up. I also went up here on again. But uh, we didn't go together. No, this is like my third time going. We don't up hike here. together. We don't hike together. We don't okay. like to be together. Um, so I actually uh, I went up here on with Buddy Sessoms. Hey now, who was Buddy. in town? What? Yeah, wow. Buddy Sessoms was in town, and he wanted to do some fourteeners. He had done. Uh, Grace Tories earlier in the week, and so he and I went up uh, Huron, and um, it was also cold and windy, but it, it was fine. He's he's a pretty strong hiker, and <laughs> we got to the top, and there were some some Instagrammy people up there, and mm. there was a girl with you know those blankets they have at every yoga studio. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm talking about? Mm -hmm. She pulled one of those about. out of her pack and adjusted her giant hat with the big thing on the you know the big ball thing on the top you know how that's cool now oh mm -hmm. like a like a wool hat Puff, yeah uh, like a like pom -pom. Poofy yeah, yeah ones we wore when you're kids yeah, yeah, yeah everyone's yeah. gotta have one have like colorado thing on yeah. there yeah okay and she put her blanket over her and like went and stood on a rock and she had a professional photographer with her taking pictures on the top of your arm yes wow. it was incredible did you do anything to muck up the photo no of course not but I did. Switch. I don't know about. Of yeah, course not. I I've that. seen you in action before. I did, I did start changing the way that I was speaking just to amuse myself. Uh, and Buddy, Valley Buddy, Girl, Buddy was like Let very embarrassed. I think Valley Girl yeah. talk. Yeah. Yeah. As soon as we sat down, I could you was demonstrate? Like, it's like so beautiful up here. I just feel like you know, like really connected right now. I'm like my chakras are all balanced. 
and these snacks are like so amazing. I'm just really feeling like my best. It's funny. So you, I started doing that. I, I think I heard the same Wait, conversation are you the voice in the Boulder now, Whole Foods today. Talk- <laughs> yeah. yeah. Same conversation in Boulder Whole Foods. So, and Buddy's so much nicer than I am. He was just like sitting there embarrassed. Like, yeah. <laughs> he was like, I, after they left, he's like, I can't believe you did that. <laughs> but they didn't know. They had not heard me speak before I started talking. So they thought that. it was for right. real. Yeah. yeah. Totally. Lucky. I think it's funny that she was wearing one of those hats up there because those are for sailors. So they don't hit their heads on pipes inside ships. Just balls. Oh, really? Yeah. Well, they they put them on kids though too. Like every kid wears. Well, that's that's the meaning for those hats, huh? Yeah, that's that's because kids run their heads into everything. So I mean, yeah, yeah. I mean, that's that's a bit of a far uh, historic use for those hats. But I just and they're fine. They're fine. You're into history, right? Yeah. Yeah. I just POD loves history all (laughs) over the place. Even in the summertime, people are wearing them. It's crazy. Uh, Those Mm. beanies. Frito, have you done anything over this last month? I did. I uh, recently hiked a plethora of open spaces with uh, POD. (laughs) And I did uh, hike around the manufacturing facility of one Ford Motor Company. Oh, very good. He did a uh, manufacturing through hike. I did. A through walk. And let me tell you, once you get to like uh, Michigan Assembly, you're probably not going to make it. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, be warned. Salty, we're going to save you for last because you've been... No, the... no. I went yeah. on a, a very satisfying trip just this morning. Oh. oh. I walked a mile to the coffee shop that is <laughs> down the road from Biggie's house. Yeah. And uh, I got a cup of coffee and I just sat there and did nothing. Did you for... yo-yo it? I did. And, uh, <laughs> yeah. yeah I, I walked the whole mile back. Yeah. And then I sat down again. It's great it because great. it's downhill on the way there. Then you get your coffee, yeah, to power you back up. up. Yeah, You're ready to roll. Yeah. Mm. That was uh, it. Was great. It was beautiful. Uh, mm. Great water sources along the way. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Resupply. There's Any even resupply. a resupply. <laughs> yeah, there's a natty G along the way. Were there a couple? In, were there a couple sprouts? Of, in the sprouts. Were there some bivouac spots? Could you have great, uh, yeah, bivouac? Good, good, yeah. good bivouac spots. Yeah, it was great. Uh, all right. That's all. That's all I've got. Triple O and D-Lo, you're left. Uh, I, I did a really cool trip. It wasn't in the last week, but since I wasn't on last show, I'll talk about it. I yeah. went down Desolation and Gray Canyon. Oh. It's a, Where is that? It's, a, it's about an 80, 80 mile or so trip. It's in Utah. Near what? North of Green River, Utah. Yeah. Huh. Sure. Beautiful canyons. Um, it was also in a boat. But whoa, that's <laughs> it. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Power, power the show down. But, mm, but, no, no, but no, funny no, story. No, 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 no. What yeah, I won't tell you about how the, someone stabbed one of the boats with a knife. This so, is the boat show. Is no, Time no, out. No, 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 it's not the boat show. I don't want to talk about Someone it. stabbed a boat with a knife? An inflatable boat with a knife. Somebody who was <laughs> in the boat? On purpose? Or like, <laughs> on purpose? On accident. <laughs> oh. But it wasn't their boat. <clears throat> it's like Someone the time It's like the time when PUD put oh, an ice axe through our tent wall Ooh. on the PCT Ooh. in the Sierra. And she didn't tell me because she thought I was going to be angry. <laughs> That, I mean, that hurt me more than the fact that the tent got a hole in it. It's true. All day I was like stewing on it because it happened in the morning and I was like, he's going he's gonna, to he's gonna go insane when I tell him this. And Wh- so I was just like all Why? day. Why? I was like, I got to tell him before we put the tent up because <laughs> then it's obvious. Right? So at some point I was like, so I have something to tell you. <laughs> and I've been holding it in all day. And he's like, what? And I was like, I put a hole through the tent this morning with my ice axe. And he's like, oh, we'll just tape it up. 
exactly. Like, are you, what the heck? What did you think I was going to do? Like, that's it. I'm off the trail. We're done. I, we're done. This hike's over. I'm hiking out. I'm hiking out of the Sierra right now <laughs> with no shelter because. Well, I think the day before we had been on Sun Cups all day. And my okay. ankles were hurting, and I was going slowly. And I think it was the day that you had like reached your peak frustration. And this, it was a rut. we had gone in at the mm-hmm. end of May, so it was we tough. went too early. And he was like, "I can't hike this slow." <laughs> and I was like, <laughs> "I can't hike any faster." I'm sorry. Did I really say that? Yeah. <laughs> wow. Oh. That's okay. You I'm were not, frustrated. I'm not going to deny saying that, but I, I don't recall it. I know. Although I don't doubt it. <laughs> <laughs> it, it was a, it was a, it was a tough situation. But yeah. you reacted fine to it. You were like, oh, well, we'll just tape it up. And I was like, come on, I react oh, fine to okay. everything. What are you insinuating? Right. Yeah. <laughs> Dilo, have you done any trips, Matt? Some trips? Yeah, I did a trip a couple weeks ago. Okay. It was supposed to be a sub 24 hour backpacking trip, but it turned into a car camping day hiking trip, which was mm. okay. So we car camped at a popular trailhead on a Friday night, which I had my doubts about being feasible, being so close to the Denver metro area. Yeah. But it turned out perfectly. We got a fantastic spot. Probably one of the more scenic spots was unoccupied when we rolled in at about 530 on a Friday night. Hmm. Set up, had a nice camp, walked up to St. Rain Mountain. Yeah. Which is uh, 12,100, 200 feet above sea level. So a nice, nice hike. Uh, serious winds and I thought I would make a bit of a loop out of the hike so we kind of bushwhacked down and found a little bit of trail through the woods here and again and when we found the trail it was very exciting but then we you know kind of lost the trail and we're just kind of hiking through the woods angling down through this valley at which point we you know popped out onto a four-wheel drive road but it was a very rugged four-wheel drive road which we then proceeded to walk about three miles down, which was kind of boring, not all that fun. Yeah. And but there were there wasn't much traffic. There weren't many people on it. And the first few people that we saw far up the road had fantastic four wheel drive car camping sites, like beautiful. Like you'd want to spend a week there. Hmm. You're in the middle of nowhere. Nobody's going to come up this road. It's really hard to drive up this road. It's also quite unpleasant to walk up or down this road. But we did it, and my companions who i was with were nice enough about me dragging them down this four-wheel drive road but as we got further down on saturday evening saturday afternoon it got more and more crowded it was fine and we came out back to our car had a beer and went home that was it it was nice (laughs) yeah but the good the good news about this is i will probably not hike down the rock creek road ever again why not because it's just not really all that cool. The trail's better. Uh, Pod just nodded off. Yeah, too. I'm sorry. Yeah, it's because it's because the trail's better. Yeah. <laughs> the trail's better. Yeah, the trail's, the trail's better. better. Yeah. So, given the choice between, uh, can we get some uh, trail tip news? Yeah. <laughs> uh, trail tips. <laughs> given the choice between a four wheel drive road and a trail. You should take the trail. Unless you're in Idaho. Yeah. Maybe take the four-wheel yeah. drive. <laughs> yeah. Unless you're in Idaho. <laughs> All right. Is that it for trips? That's it. I think so. Wait. Oh, you went. Well, yes. Went. Yeah. Okay, we're good. <laughs> <laughs> iTunes top five, people. 
We're doing it this yes. month. Yes. What? You hear that, it. The Onion? This is just this is for exciting. you. <laughs> We're doing it this month, people. And I think you're going to enjoy these. A lot of hate out there. Look at that. Those olives were a good pick. Bennett yeah, Sorensen says, five stars, antidote to life off the trail. The trail show is not only worthy of a listen, but a through listen. I recommend the following drinking game while you enjoy this journey. Ooh. Drink every time. Disco says, ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> hey now. Or, how dare you. <laughs> It's a good game. Drink every time Boulder or Salida is mentioned. <laughs> mm-hmm. Drink every time there's a dig at the Florida Trail or European hikers. <laughs> <laughs> it sounds like just you might end up like those guys at camp. Yeah, you were camp or or dead. Yeah. Drink every time Delo tries to get some help with his landscaping. <laughs> <laughs> Drink every time the onion or buck thirty gets roasted. <laughs> Drink every time roasted bur- onions are good. I don't they know what the are. problem is. Every time burning jeans is mentioned <laughs> as a backcountry strategy, and drink Check. every time someone rounds or runs out the door. Bye, Felicia. <laughs> or hey there, trail show is uttered. Back on the trail is sung. Barrett, or I'm sorry, Bennett Bearbait Sorensen. I think if you drank was, during yeah. all those instances. <laughs> yeah. You'd I be, think you'd lose track you'd of it. You'd be plowed you probably by the wouldn't make point. it to the end of the no. episode. No. 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 So John85367 says, five stars. <laughs> Great for my needs. <laughs> I think this one is for... Uh, what needs? This one's for Dilo. What does that mean? You, you'll hear. You'll hear. As a young child, I had an accident which caused almost severe hearing loss in my right <laughs> ear. After many years in the construction trade, I developed a near-constant ringing in my ear. Ooh. It was getting to the point where I thought about having my head, my sorry, my hearing disabled in the Ooh. ear just to stop the ringing. Then I found this show. <laughs> <laughs> Listening to this show for a mere 15 minutes makes me miss the ringing in my ear. <laughs> Just 15 minutes of beer label reading and tent steak reviews and one cheek sneaks and poop fingers and I can't wait to Fecal hear fingers. I can't wait to hear that ringing again. <laughs> so thank you Trail Show for helping me for helping me make the most annoying noise in the world world bearable. <laughs> Thanks John 85367. We appreciate that ringing Fecal endorsement. Finger. Fecal fingers. All right, Jason G424 says, five stars, jaw, five stars. (laughs) Badger, badger. All right, I live in Colorado, says, five stars, turn up the volume. I never listen to the trail show. No, I can't listen to the trail show. The sound levels are too low. (laughs) So low, I must turn the volume up 100% so I can hear the show in my car. I have a nice car. I especially have <laughs> I especially have right. trouble hearing D'Lo. D'Lo's vocal tone is very soft and low. Please edit the sound levels for this podcast so that I don't blow out my car's speakers <laughs> when I switch stations. Then I can continue listening to the trail show. <laughs> How Thanks. many stars? How many stars? Five stars. Really? Yeah. Huh. That didn't sound like a five star review. That was a five star review. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we've got one more. <laughs> one more review. And this one actually comes from the Stitcher. Last wow. but not least, Riz says five stars. You'll never have to read a beer label again. <laughs> this podcast will literally <laughs> teach you everything you need to know about backpacking. 
They don't waste time focusing on the key points of backpacking. They focus on <laughs> they focus on the little things that no one will tell you. I have more tent stake knowledge than any of my friends now, and it's all thanks to this podcast. When a fun day in the woods turns into a nightmare, I now know I can burn my jeans to survive. Drink up. There's nice. a theme here. Nice. I didn't even bring jeans with me before listening to this podcast. And if all the hiking knowledge was not enough, they read beer labels to you. I love beer, but rarely take the time to enjoy the words on the outside of the can. Seriously, though, I've seen cats, and you guys are better than cats. <laughs> Hashtag more sound effects. <laughs> nice. That's it for iTunes Top 5. Nice. Dilo, what do you wow. think? The guy says you have a soft vocal tone. What uh, do you I'm not. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. I could speak up more <laughs> if it would help things. Now you sound weird. <laughs> Why? Because I'm yelling. <laughs> I'm not yelling right now. I'm, I'm not. Should we go to the hotline again, Triple? Yeah, let's do it. All let's right. do it. What do you yeah. have? All right, we'll go right into it. No jingle needed. Oh, this is this goes with the fecal finger. Uh, <laughs> That's someone's chill name, the fecal finger. Hey, I was... This is double dip. Um, oh. Item number one is not enough sound effects, and number two. No pun intended. Is uh, <laughs> I want to confess to more than a more than a few surface poops oh. um, in Oof. spring conditions. Oh. Sometimes the snow is so so frozen when I gotta go in the morning, and I try to kick the snow away, but I can only I can only make so much purchase happen with the frozen snow, and you know. There were a few times this year where I pooped on the surface and just kind of barely covered it with a dusting of snow that I could kick up from the surrounding area, and I just kind of hoped for the best, and I, I still think about it. I feel bad about it. Um, so there's that one. Um, wow. That's it. Uh, I met Salty this year on the CBT in the Great Divide Basin. And she's super cool, so that's it. Okay, Must have been a bye. different Salty. Yeah. All right, Salty. <laughs> Couldn't have been me. You, you have to defend what she did. What do you have to Fun say? Have Double to dip. What do you have to say for Double yourself? Well, Double dip. Oh, oh, my gosh. Well, snow melts, so just remember that if you're, if you're covering it with snow that doesn't actually count so what should double dip have done i know yeah what do you right. what do you do when, when you the there's snow everywhere you should have well, eaten your, your poop <laughs> use your well in 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 places like when you climb a peak and it's you're on glaciers you take a blue bag yeah blue bag yep. take a blue bag or get out your blowtorch i mean you melt have melt the ground the you have it for your blue jeans so yeah. right dig with your ice axe yeah yeah Maybe. with the ads yeah. eat your poop yeah <laughs> yeah could you yell that please no you 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 pooped it out you can you can take it back in oh my god put it, put it in the dog saddle bags you're gonna put on your kid <laughs> walk it out. well if you're gonna do that you're probably gonna put it in a plastic bag <laughs> you know yeah all right you could got, scrape out the poop and put it in a plastic bag i don't know like that's a that sounds like a great trail tip deal yeah. that's not what, I, eat your poop you know, double sure. dip was uh one of Four trail show listeners that I met. Really? <laughs> <laughs> no, maybe there are a few more. <laughs> Did she recognize but, you from the show? 
Yeah, I think she. I, I think once I said my name, she's like, "Oh, you're on the trail show." Yeah, oh. it was great. She, I didn't meet that many people in she the said, basin, so it was you, great to talk to her. Could you help me with my nutritional deficiencies out here? <laughs> I've been hiking for like two and a half months, and I, I'm only eating Fritos yeah. and Twinkies. I don't, know, I don't have any energy. Yeah. Something's wrong. Yeah. <laughs> no, most likely we, we talked about water. So yeah, what mm. you talk about with everyone? Totally. <laughs> Water. Water. We've got one more break. When we come back, we've got Mailbag, Ask a Hiker, and another Tent Steak review. So and don't our go donors. anywhere. Donors. Donors. we donors. got some donators tonight. Yeah. Bye, Felicia. The Trail Show. Less gear, more beer. And before we get into mailbag, we did have one more clip from Moon Kid I wanted to play uh, real quick. The man or beast that I run from ain't been born, and his mama's already dead. I ain't running from nothing. I never have in my whole life, and I ain't going to start now. And you're not going to sacrifice my babies for some damn bear. And I raised both hands in the air and I cussed at him. Yeah, get out of you, <laughs> Yeah. And he looked at me like, go F yourself. Wow. Man, I didn't know Moon Kid had babies. I, that's strange. Jeez. Moon Kid has babies? And I guess so. He's been yelling at bears? I think I got my clips mixed up. <laughs> Could be. I'm a little confused. All right, mailbag POD. Did we get letters this month? We did. Uh, I'll start with number one. Dear Trail Show, I am aware that D'Lo has in the past shown complete disregard for societal slash trail norms by defacing signs and shelters, but I think he is more depraved than initially thought. Yeah, he covers it with that act of the gentle stoner, but I think deep down his true malice lies in wait, and every so often it rears its ugly chakra. (laughs) I was recently on a hunting trip in a wilderness area near the Front Range, one that I have heard Mr. Lowe mention on numerous occasions. Mr. <laughs> I found this horribly disfigured tree. See attached. Disco, can you show the picture? Oh. <laughs> that says... 82. Mike D. was here. On the other side of the tree was a crude carving of what looks like a bong. And on the surrounding trees, the words jaw, rasta, and salatii. These once grand aspens were carved... And dying, forming a ring of sadness around a once beautiful meadow. A ring of sadness. <laughs> there was a campsite on the north end of the meadow with some insane landscaping. <laughs> Further evidence that Mr. Lowe is the only suspect who hikes to the same spots over and over, doing landscaping and carving up the trees. I hope that D. Lowe can find a way to atone for his sins against Mother Nature. Please admonish Mr. Lowe in this and this insidious behavior. Later, Rigatoni Noodlehead. Wow. Wow, D-Lo. If it pleases the court. <laughs> Do you have anything to it say? It looks like yourself? his handwriting. Um, totally. My my lawyer will be here next month to address these grievances on uh, the November trail show. That's all that I have to say for now. Wow. <laughs> and, and by my lawyer, uh, you all know that I'm referring to the honorable... Buck 30. Brian Buck 30 Tansman. <laughs> well, he probably carved up a tree, too. <laughs> That's okay. My lawyer is on my side, and he and I will be here next month to address this um, 
I, I, outrageous. I, outrageous. outrageous. Just left field. I, I can't even... Slander. I have nothing really to say to uh, Mr. Noodlehead here, but... My my lawyer and I will uh, we'll talk to you next month. All right, thank you, Mr. Lowe. <laughs> no problem. <laughs> Which sometimes is also Mr. Ha <laughs> <laughs> ha. Okay, item number two. Dear Trail Show, the last show with Fidget from her Odyssey was a slight change from the norm. I enjoyed having so many female voices in the room, especially Sassafras. Yes. Wow, what a voice. Mm. It was a heavy dose of nonsense for sure. But not like in the early days when it was back-to-back sound effects with little hey, in between. Hey, hey. <laughs> it's funny. Hey. We got a request, two requests tonight for more sound effects. Oh, yeah. This was more a litany of inappropriate jokes and innuendo broke only, broken only by bello- belly laughs from POD and funny giggles from Fidget and Sassafras. I'm not complaining. It was a nice change. I also enjoyed the surprise cameo of Buddy Ses- Sesums. Mm-hmm. It does seem like you skipped a whole lot of segments, and as a result, the show was on the shorter side. (laughs) This should make a lot of those idiots happy who complain about how long the show is. Please bring back more segments and keep the trail show hotline, and consider another Red Tent show. The last one reminded me of how perspectives other than the straight white male can benefit all of us just by being there. Thanks for the hotline, the beers, the nonsense, and for keeping all of us who don't listen to the show on our toes. Sincerely, Jesus. 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 Praise Jesus. Jesus. <laughs> yeah, I, I will say that um, the last show was heavy on the nonsense. And it was kind of like Camp Salty. I wish you, we were missing you. I wish I, you would have been there. Yeah. Camp um, Salty? Too. What? It was kind of like Camp Salty. We'll talk okay. about that later. Yeah. Cantaloupe <laughs> Salty? Yes. Because what happened was we were going to record one night. And so Sassafras and, and, and Fidget were there. And then we decided to record the next night. So the three of us had this night of of drinking and being on the couch. We all sitting on the same couch together and just ranting about our uteruses and stuff. And so <laughs> it was kind of like camp. And then the next night, I think it just devolved into more of that. Mm. So yeah. anyway, and we did skip a lot of segments last month. <laughs> True. It happens. <laughs> it happens. Do but, we have any donors? But you get what you pay for. That's right. You get what you Speaking get. Speaking of paying, let's talk about yes. the donors. And you don't pitch a fit. That's right. You get what you get and you don't pitch a fit. Uh, yeah, we have our monthly donors. Maybe I'll revert, read them in reverse order. Oh, let's no. do it. No, you, you, no that's not. You what? can't. D-Lo. No. Come on, man. No. Yeah. Mr. Lowe, I'm going no. to ask you do to. It, no, P.O.D., do don't do that to our okay. listeners. We've got Bob Death March Trombley. Oh. Hey, Bob. God, oh, we're going reverse. Anthony Peachbits. Should you start Peach with a one-off then? Peach. No. Because these are the monthlies. <laughs> okay. I've got Swept Away. Steven Swept Away, but last TTS, y'all called me Robin, so I'm going with that from now on. Hood. Hood. Hannah Dykstra. Hannah. Orion Bakken-Bergea. Bergea. Kill, yeah. Kill Bill Cottrell. KB. Phil Gilbert. KB. Gil. Gilbert. Patty Cake Matiscala. The Cake Matiscala. We've got <laughs> She-Ra the Switchblady and Brian the Big McNamara. <laughs> what? I just flew out of there. <laughs> Daniel Fundip Sharps. Bundipo, Brandon, Lost Balls, Love Lady. Better find them. (laughs) Joseph Pecoraro. Look for those balls while you're pecking around. (laughs) 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 
Inappropriate. Tommy the Meat Popsicle Stevens. Big P! <laughs> <laughs> Don't let it melt, That's man! Right. Big P! Oh my gosh. Tebow, not Tim Williams. Draft Tebow. Uh, let's see. Kevin, Chickpea Cross, and Sasha Honeydew Codette. Chickpea. Chickpea. He called in Honeydew. Honeydew. That's a good combination. Yeah, it is. Mm-hmm. Wesley the Haggis Attic Greenwood. Oh, hey, the Haggis. I, I need my Haggis. haggis. I need my Haggis. Renee Shira Patrick. Shira. Shira. Uh, Ammon the Brute Bruce. Brute. Brutality. Stephen. <laughs> Stephen the Hustler Russell. Dun, dun, hold him. <laughs> Got no in the hold him. No in the Okay, okay. Trails are legal. That's yeah, enough. Okay. We get past okay. there. Cut it. Pat, Pat the Bouncer Diction. Axel. Axel. Get him out of here. Rudy from CascadeHikerPodcast.com. Hey, Rudy. Hey. The enemy. <laughs> Ingrid Gerard Vermont Jason Lurch Not Church Dane The Bobdog <laughs> Justin Quality Knowles Quality, Quality. David Bullapasta Vitti Big as your head uh, Diane Pinkers Don't say the middle part Appropriate. Diane Pinkerstein uh, Jeffrey Cottonmouth Caldwell what was the middle part? No, Don't no, worry no, about no, it. No, yeah, what on. was that? <laughs> nope, nope. Sean Weedman. The Weed Man. The Weed Man. <laughs> Trevor, Trevor Smoking, if you got it. Bowman. The, the Bowman. Bowman, do you know the Weed Man? Now you do need to get together. <laughs> Joshua, bow down to Ja Bowden. The Ja, the Ja. Bow down to Ja, hang out with the Bowman and meet the Weed Man. I wonder if he was out carving trees with Dilo. Could have been. Yeah. I don't know. I don't remember R- that tree. Richard Glasgow. I need my haggis. <laughs> <laughs> Bobby Walters. D. D. Chris Smith. Gringo Madness. Christmas. Yes, thank you. Christmas. <laughs> Craig Pisco Gully. What, what a guy. guy. What a guy. What a guy. Russ Not Fuss Kinder. And last but not least, Bernard Wolf. Bernie. Oh. Bernie. Do you want to uh, yo yo the donors and go yeah. the other way? <laughs> <laughs> no. That would make Disco so happy. <laughs> oh, no. No. And then we have our one offs Mark Weatherington Jr., the third Esquire, who he's donated. Tons Many of times. times. Yeah. VIP. He's practically a monthly donor. Yep. He just not he just can't quite commit. And I respect that because mm-hmm. I, I you know that. that's that's gonna have a house plan. That's all we can commit to. <laughs> you know, that's a common attribute amongst through hikers. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Trouble mm-hmm. with commitment. It's true. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Mm. yeah. Mm. Is that it for one offs, beauty? That's it. Okay. That's all okay. we had. Okay. Don't forget your towel. <laughs> You guys want to get high? <laughs> Sally. Sally. Any more hotline calls, Trevor? Oh, yeah. We got here. Let's go to the hotline. A people. very important. That's right. Call. But the you didn't tra- do the number. The trail show, which the number is. Call 720-893-2269. 720-893-2269. Let's go to a clip. All right, here we go. This is an important question. Here. Hello, Trail Show. I'm one of your newer listeners and have a question. 
So I went on a hiking trip with someone, and they had condoms in their first aid kit. And I was wondering if that is a normal thing, or maybe he was trying to hit on me. Thank you. Wow, we need more content. <laughs> yeah. but, now, wait a minute. She mentioned a first aid kit, so that implies that this person had to pull out the first aid kit for some reason. Well, maybe they were sharing a tent or something. He was just unpacking. And he had... Mm. Well, condoms have many uses amongst survival folks. You'll see that recommended. Uh, you can transport a water. large volume water. of water in a condom. True. I've also heard you can use them to flesh a wound. Like if you put a pinhole in it, once it's filled oh, with water, yeah. you can like really... Oh, like, yeah. irrigate? Irrigate, irrigate yeah. a wound. Hmm. But my guess um, is that they were probably for other well, reasons. Yes. <laughs> Nefarious. But here's yeah. the thing. Nefarious reasons. Like it sounds like they went on a backpacking trip together, so maybe he thought, mm. you know, something was gonna happen. But also he could just keep some in his pack for the chance that something happens any ever. Yeah, there's know? lots right. of bears out there. You never know. Yeah. Wait. Whoa, what? whoa, whoa. <laughs> wow. Uh, <laughs> Oh boy. Are, right. are, are you divulging some yeah. fantasy? I think you need to call <laughs> Whack those two. You need to call the trail show to talk about that on the board. Anyway, um, and so maybe they were just in there as a general rule. Didn't you, know, you like hike if I with w- condoms, P.O.D.? I did. On the AT, I carried them until the Nantahala Outdoor Center. Were they in your what first happened at the Nantahala Outdoor Center? <laughs> <laughs> I threw them in the hiker box. <laughs> were they in your first aid kit? I, I don't remember. Okay. Maybe they were in hmm. my food bag. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Personally, um, I don't think it's a big deal. I don't think it's a big deal yeah, either. Just, you, I mean, you'd carry a condom in your wallet. Why not carry yeah. some in your first aid kit? I mean, for the record, we're always hoping, right? I mean, yeah. Yeah. you got to be ready. <laughs> well, that's the thing. I mean, I, I mean, personally, if I were hiking with somebody and they, I thought it was like some sort of romantic possibility, I think both people should be carrying some sort of protection. Yeah. And and the yeah. person who doesn't, like if there's a dude that's not carrying condoms, it's kind of like, mm, mm, uh, yeah. no thanks. Sorry. But let's take, like, what other hypothetical uses could you have? Like, kind of like our I tent stick. I think we covered you, several. You could use it as a tourniquet. Yeah. Maybe. We did sure. cover several. Yeah. I think flushing the wound or carrying a substantial amount of water back from the water. You could protecting yourself from STDs. In a a pinch. Trying to make a rooster comb on the top of your head. Yeah. Using it as a shower cap, you know. In a pinch, no pun intended, you could use it as a blue bag. That would be very <laughs> difficult. No, right. man, you got you got to be really practiced to pull that one off. If your water bottle the the cap broke or something, you could use it. Oh, yeah. oh yeah, Maybe we should start reviewing condoms. <laughs> Whoa, a what? new trail show segment. What if they're sent just for out of order and Speci- special? Special would be way excited about reviewing condoms. <laughs> you won't be. I mean, yeah, I'd be much more enthusiastic about reviewing that than 10 stakes. Yeah. yeah. But only well, only if there's a bear involved. <laughs> yeah. Hey, let me ask you this. <laughs> Please. And they're going into hibernation. <laughs> if there was a bear involved, if there was a bear involved, wouldn't you rather have a condom? <laughs> oh, man. I mean, I don't know. there's so many problems with that scenario. <laughs> right. Condom is the least. We're whacking the tubes. We got to get Literally. back on track. <laughs> uh, so we covered donors. Should we go to ask a hiker? Yeah. Is it time for ask a hiker? I hope there's a question about bears and <laughs> <Dilo, laughs> Did you get any questions this month? This month, 
I had three questions. Okay. I will start with the first and end with the third. That's so original. <laughs> I've never heard that before. <laughs> oh, oh, the marijuana's kicking in. Here we go. Question number one. <clears throat> Dear Trail Show, the discussion has always centered on the Mason-Dixon line being the determining factor for the way Appalachia is pronounced. Mm. My question is, how do the fine people in no sweet tea land pronounce Appalachicola? Cheers. What? This question is from Aaron Windbreaker Ward. <laughs> Aaron Windbreaker Ward, uh, after his name, he lists Mega 98, Game 2000, The Long Trail 2001, The MST in 2017, The Florida Trail oh. in 2018. <laughs> and it looks like he's got a futuristic wish to hike the Pacific Crash Trail in 2021. Hmm. That is a long resume. Thank you, Aaron Windbreaker Ward. Apalachicola. Uh, what is that? I don't even know. Oh, what that's that is. a city. What's that's that? a town. Appala- a town All right, hold on, uh, hold on. As the, as the oh. local expert, Apalachicola yeah. is a small town in Florida, about um, maybe an hour and a half southwest of Tallahassee, just uh, at the mouth of the Apalachicola River. It hmm. is known for its extensive oyster beds. There's actually currently a problem because Georgia is using too much water from the Apalachicola River, and not enough is getting to the oysters. But they are some of the best oysters in the world. And there's a fantastic beach on the far side of Apalachicola Bay called St. George Island. So it sounds like you're (laughs) pronouncing it correctly, right? I've always called it Apalachicola. But but I'm from there. So I'm from the the land of no... I'm not from the no sweet tea land. Do you know what the no sweet tea land means? Well, I believe that means the north. of the Mason-Dixon line. North of the Mason-Dixon line. Where where you say, can I have sweet tea? And they give you tea and then they give you sugar packets. And that's not not how it goes. But nobody orders sweet tea in the the north. It's gross. So here's what he's getting at. So some people say Appalachian. Some people say Appalachian. So, Appalachian. 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 Appalachian yeah. cola? No. No, no. That's what people south of the Mason Dixon. <laughs> yeah, you say Appalachia cola. Ap- yeah, north of the Mason Dixon would be Appalachia cola. Well, I've never. I say the Appalachian Trail, but I never hmm. heard of this town, Appalachia cola. But my guess is that I would pronounce it however I heard it pronounced by yeah. somebody yeah. who lives there. Yeah. Indeed. Indeed. Yeah. <laughs> Just Mar- like my parents continue Mar- to say Oregon. Say. Oregon Oregon. 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 Oh. Can't even say it. That's the worst. <laughs> it is. Oregon. But only because somebody from Oregon has reminded you that you're not supposed to say Oregon. Otherwise, you wouldn't know it and you wouldn't care. Right. Yes. If someone corrected me, I would yeah. pronounce it. But if you were not from Oregon... And you just said Oregon. But what I, what I just said, let me recap for you, Dilo. I would pronounce the name of the town yeah. however somebody from that area told me it was pronounced. I'm from Appalachian Cola. Well, you, you all should at least <laughs> go out and find, if you like oysters, do go out and find don't some from like Appalachian Cola. They're great. Well, where do we find the Appalachian Cola oysters? No one ever oysters. accused you. Yeah. I don't know, at fancy oyster places Man, where they have I like, like, really? oysters, I like oysters but yeah. I've heard... Like it's it's a little bit of a gamble to eat oysters in 2019 based on toxins and mercury and things like that. I'd love. Are to... oysters the things that's like a snot on a shell? Yeah, yeah. great. Weren't you, weren't you just eating at Taco Bell? I mean, real. I mean, what's the what's the trade off there? 
I don't know, man. That's a good <laughs> what point. But I mean, like, I mean, wouldn't that Someone only be a problem sue? if you're eating oysters like three times a day, Deep seven pockets. days a week, like Maybe. nothing but oysters? Yeah. Like, and then you just let's like ingest it. Let's go on to question two. Okay, okay question, question number two, two is how many oysters do you have to eat each day in order to suffer night mercury poisoning? Uh, actually, that's not it. Okay. okay. Question number two. Dear Trail Show. My husband and I are new to backpacking, and we're planning a short trip later this fall. I'm wondering if any of you have experience with the two-person sleeping bags. Would that be warmer (laughs) than each of us sleeping in our own bag? Thank you for any input. I love your show. You've inspired me to get on trail. Sincerely, not named yet. But I'll probably do something stupid on trail and earn one pretty quick. Julie. Didn't we cover this last month? Maybe they, no, maybe they haven't listened. You we, were talking about two person yeah, sleeping for, uh, pads. Uh, I think well, Julie has asked questions before. Okay. A two person sleeping bag is a great idea if you want to get divorced. No, I completely disagree. You've what? never been married. Yeah. <laughs> oh. I've also never been divorced. So. True. <laughs> oh, yeah. Why is it a good idea if you want to get divorced, P.O.D.? Uh, well, I'll say this. Disco and I had mateable sleeping bags on the CDT and the PCT. Mateable. And we did zip them together on a couple of occasions. Zippable. And it did work. Um, it was it was super cold. Cool. But we had you have to stuff something between your shoulders because there's a, an air gap there and cold air gets in. But you do... I mean, you wake up anyway when your partner gets up to go to the bathroom, but more so when you're sharing a bag. And um, I don't know. I, I think for us, we did it because of warmth. But on other nights, we don't want to be zipped together because you're like, you know, you're in the tent and you're farting in there and stuff. And your partner's still going to smell it, but at least they're in a separate bag. It's pretty, I don't know, it just seems kind of blech. And, you, and like you're dirty and stinky and it's kind of nice to have your own space. All right, let's go to Counterpoint with Triple O. Um, when you're in love with somebody, <laughs> you don't want to. You on. end up, you get married. <laughs> yep. You don't want to put something between you and them. You want to feel their warmth next to you in Gross. the cold of night as the wind whips over your tent. Their wind. <laughs> <laughs> Wouldn't you rather be able to pull them close to you and not have 10 inches of down between you? No. It's, think, uh, mm. From a practical standpoint, you, you can save weight because you can go much lighter on the sleeping bag. Especially if I have someone warmth. else carry it for mm. me. Uh, definitely. <laughs> and... <laughs> Yeah, and and if you need to use whatever's in your first aid kit, it's a lot easier if yeah. you have one sleeping bag rather than two. Salty, you were, you had something you wanted. <laughs> that to That is not allowed. Please. Those sleeping bags are expensive. Those are pushed out of the way before the condoms come out. I I just They're think rules. it's different if it would be like a through hike versus yes. like yeah. a short overnighter with your love. Okay, yeah, that's fair. Then, I think the mateable is the way to go. Actually, because yeah. there you go, you, got then you choose. Yeah. yeah. Hmm. Because then you can try it out, and then you can be like, actually, actually, all I, I can you. smell is your feet. It's really <laughs> gross, and I need to have my own space. Or, like, we're still fighting, and we're going to bed, so let's not zip our bags together tonight. <laughs> Never go to bed angry. <laughs> Stay up and fight. Yeah. All right. I have uh, one more question here tonight. <clears throat> question number three. Dearest trail show colleagues, my name is... Hariam Hirsut El Yogi. <laughs> and I have been a long time listener for many years. 
I remember the soothing voice of the late Paul Magnanti <laughs> reminding us that his grandmother told him that it's nice to be nice. <laughs> and I remember when Triple O was being chased by Theodore the Elk somewhere just south Rainier. of the Elk's Arctic <laughs> Circle <laughs> for what sounded like weeks on end. And I remember when there were more sound effects, so many more sound effects, such a variety of beautiful sound effects. Sounds like Trump speak. <laughs> it's impressive how the show has grown over the years and continues to grow with insightful conservation inter- interviews, along with the usual trails, beer, and nonsense. So, this brings me to my question. As you may have guessed by, na- by my name, I am a yogi. Yogis practice yoga. That's why we're called yogis. And today, I'd like to ask you if you stretch or do yoga on a long hike. Stretching, and in particular yoga poses, can reduce the stress and tension that builds up in your body after hours of hiking on rugged terrain, lessening the risk of injury, rejuvenating the muscles, and making the next stretch of trail that much more enjoyable. So, do you practice yoga on your long hikes? If not, tell me why. I look forward (laughs) to a discussion which starts off with mindful and meaningful commentary at first, but then slowly veers off the rails into sheer nonsense when you answer my question finally. Namaste, El Yogi, the bear, from Bakersfield, California. Well, I think we're going to start off the rails. (laughs) Wow. It's a long question. Bakersfield. Wait, first of all, let's just, can we rephrase the question in like a sentence? Do you stretch? Oh, yeah. Do you stretch or do yoga? And if Uh, not, why? I do some stretching sometimes. Okay, cool. (laughs) But not every day. It's always been something I've wanted to do, but I've never done it. Exactly. Uh, Salty, the most healthiest among (laughs) us. Yeah. I did yoga for four days on the CDT. That's it. I, I, my goal was to do it more, but then, you know. What happened? Tell us. You just start hiking. Uh, yeah, you just start hiking. You're you don't tired. stretch at all? I stretch a little bit, but usually only when I feel like I'm getting about to get injured. I think, well, especially like in the morning, one of the problems is usually you're getting up so early this cold. You don't ready really want to. Wanna yeah, but what if you just go? Like, what if you stretch like after lunch or something? Sometimes uh-huh. I'll do that. I, I actually do uh, now that I'm old. <laughs> I, uh, <laughs> after my breaks, I do like a forward, some forward folds mm-hmm. and stuff like uh-huh. that. Mm. Frida, how about you? Well, I, uh, <laughs> am usually on a cement, uh, factory floor, so that's not conducive to. Yeah, to just throw your mat down. Sun man. salutations <laughs> and downward dog. Yeah. And your break. Yeah. Sure we go. Over Don't you have a yoga blanket? In, in, the, in the cutting oil <laughs> and everything. <laughs> I stretch in the morning and in the evening every day. Oh, wow. But <laughs> I'm not on trail, so <laughs> it's. <laughs> Yeah, I, you know when it, my last long hike in seventeen on the Arizona Trail, I don't think I stretched at all. I end up stretching more in town. Yeah, like yeah. I, yeah, you know, like sure. go to the shower and do some stretching and yoga. That's mm. great. After I go on a trail run nowadays, I usually stretch. Yeah, mm-hmm. on the sub twenty four hour deal. No, marathon. no, just like, like if I go run. on a trail run on my lunch break, lunch, uh-huh. like a hike slash trail run. Yeah. Hike up the steeper I aspire to that, but I just, I feel like I'm always, because I do my exercise before school in the morning, mm-hmm. and I feel like I'm always running late. Yeah. And, and yeah. so I'd, yeah. I'd rather run for 10 more minutes 
and mm-hmm. not stretch. <laughs> and I know yeah. that's bad. This is this is just opposite. like I I get back to the trailhead before I ride my back my bike back to work. I like stretch out on the picnic table for ten minutes. You know, not even ten minutes, like five. Like minutes. on top of it. I just like you put use my it as leg a prop. On the, yeah, you sit yeah. as a prop. Uh, okay. On Sometimes they'll sit on there and be like, "Hey, <laughs> oh, don't mind me." <laughs> <laughs> oh, what's this like? Oh, look at that guy upside down on the picnic table. That's strange. I'll keep You're doing headstands on yeah, the picnic doing table. Yeah, doing a downward dog at a picnic table. Like, oh, my God. Naked. We got to get out of here. Yeah. I heard about this when they talked about Boulder on the <laughs> website. Someone posted that, this on Nextdoor. On the, next <laughs> the meetup group. That's what they said would happen when I got here. And look, it really is. Yeah, Naked hot yoga on the community picnic table. Yeah, and your yeah. lunch break. Yeah, by yourself. I mean, Dilo's <laughs> never really fully naked because of the hair, but, you know. Triple O, we getting more hotline calls? We got one last call. Once it. again, Trail Show listeners, you too can call and appear on the Trail Show hotline. The bar is so low, it is in the ground. <laughs> so call 720-893-2269. And this is our last call of the night. Hello. This is Indigo Montoya. <laughs> it kills my father. I never listened to the trail show. <laughs> that there you That's have it. Great. Wow! It I thought he was going to tell us to prepare to die. <laughs> wow! Okay. That was awesome. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. yeah, call in, people. You got the whole. You know, you can talk about anything. Yeah. And bear sweats don't make me beg you. You call back. You hear me? We want to know what happened to Peanut. Yeah. What about <laughs> Peanuts in the womb? <laughs> yeah, so 720-893-2269. Right, oh, yeah. oh, yeah. It's time for oh, everybody's oh. favorite segment. Let's rock out. All right, Frito, you got a tent steak for us to review this month, right? Yeah. What happened? So this is just a, a standard tent steak, but... Many times after you've burned your blue jeans, yeah, <laughs> you have to figure out another way to keep yourself warm. Mm-hmm. So after you take another one of your tent steaks, sharpen it down, track, and kill a deer, you can then use your <laughs> other five or six tent steaks to pin that deer hide down to the ground, tan it, <laughs> and turn it into a teepee or pantaloons. 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 <laughs> and you do all Can this you... with a tent stick. Yep. You use your sharpened one to scrape the, the, the meat and the fats and stuff. Hmm. And then traditional tanning practices right, apply. Of course. What are pantaloons? They're much like pants. With the, a word, the word pant is in the word. I don't know. If you How do they that. differ from pants? Uh, They're a little fancy. You, you, put, you put them on two legs at a time. They're poofy. Instead of one leg. It's like what a leprechaun wears. Pantaloons for leprechauns. Pantaloons for leprechauns. Pantaloons for leprechauns. Pantaloons wow. for leprechauns. I never thought all that could be possible with a tent stake. That's yeah. incredible. <laughs> One of my favorite tent stake reviews that we've done was from Out of Order when he was in Europe. And he was, you were hiking. I don't remember which country you're in, but you were like, I have this bottle of rose. That's right, guys. I drink rosé, and I'm going to use my tent steak. And he, like, punched it in, and it sprayed all over the place. <laughs> and he was like, all my ex-girlfriends are jealous right now, I can tell. <laughs> it was hilarious. It was a video. 
Yeah, it was a video. You yeah. used the tent stake to pull out the cork? Well, he ended up well, pushing it I had to push it, it in. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. Which, is, yeah. Ooh, ooh, huh. ooh. Which means you have to finish that bottle of rosé yeah, tonight. Right. I mean, it's rosé. Rosé all day. I end all night. <laughs> this is the part of the show where we end the show. Ladies and gentlemen, thanks oh, to no. everyone for tuning in today. If Big you haven't thanks. gotten your nine miles in, start walking. <laughs> <laughs> Big thanks goes to Frito, Roll Tide, Garcia for guessing Ooh. tonight. And, yeah. and helping us make our way through GABF tomorrow. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Have a plan. Have a, it'll we be have perfect. A, it'll be the perfect guy. thing. I think at the end we're going to be helping him. Uh, <laughs> or, or you, maybe. Yeah. Based true. on what happened last, last year. Last year, yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> Big thanks goes to Liz Snorkel Thomas for talking to us about her NYC Urban Playground through hike. Big thanks for tonight's beer goes to Trail Show Nation. Trail, Trail Show Nation. And what did we have? We had Odd 13. We had Re- Wreak Havoc. <laughs> New had, Planet Blonde I'm converting you. Free. One of yeah. us. One of us. <laughs> he made me say Wreak Havoc. big thanks to Salty for finishing her hike and hightailing it back here just so she yes. could be on the show. Yes. Salty. Oh, made it to the show. Finished the CDT. Was there a salty yes. snack tonight that That's I missed before I got here? Yeah, we did like five of them. Yeah. Great. Yeah. Thanks, everybody. Yeah, I'm <laughs> glad you got to listen to Salty Snacks tonight. <laughs> In my absence, right. while I was celebrating Shabbat. Thank Shabbat. <laughs> Shalom. Shomer Shabbos. Thanks and praise so to awesome. all our monthly PayPal donors. Get yourself a Trail Show koozie and some stickers for a $15 more donation at thetrailshow.com. That's right, folks. Trail Show koozies are back in stock. Get them while they last. Oh. Uh. <laughs> Am I being scolded? No, I don't know what's happening there. Uh, I don't know where the rest of my copy is. We'll be back. What? I printed those sheets perfectly. I, I apparently didn't write them correctly. Sorry. We'll be back next month with more beers, trails, and nonsense. Until then, for D-Lo, P-O-D, Triple O, Salty, Frito, I'm Disco. Ciao. Ciao. Yeah. Call the trail show hotline. Or don't. Skin your animals something, something, with something, something. Yes. I was going to ask you what your favorite salty snack was on the CDT. Yes, tell us. What's your f- one gyms. favorite thing that you ate the entire time? I just get to pick one? Yeah. Just gyms, one. Yes. Sweet potato chips. Ah, uh, yeah, the Jackson's mm-hmm. on us. Yeah, I pick love them. Pick a second. Pick a second. Uh, the blue corn tortilla chips. And a third. Uh, Potato almond, chips. <laughs> almond butter with sea salt sprinkled in it. And while and you're, I, while and you're doing this, the tell 47. us a fourth. Tell the us 47. a fourth. 47. Um, more almond butter. <laughs> and, and the fifth. And the fifth. What's da- the fifth? Dark chocolate with sea salt. <laughs> Just give us the sixth while they're at it. <laughs> There's no sixth. How about the seventh? I think I did the seventh already. She Keep going to the one. eighth. Granola. Uh, were you, were you sad that I did not let them sabotage your boxes? Oh, we I was I was so kind of curious if something was coming. <laughs> <laughs> but, but you sent me cashew cookies instead. Oh, that's true. Was, was there supposed yeah. to be like a big chunk of lard? I, no, they I were, were going to send they Cheetos. Were Cheetos, Cheetos <laughs> I was ready to be upset, but I didn't have to be. You hear that, Cheeses? She's anti-Cheetos. Jesus. Oh, Jesus. Mayonnaise on a long trail hike. Yeah. Mustard. Jesus saves. What about olive oil mayonnaise? He carries a cross okay. made of cheese. I approve. What about <laughs> vegan mayonnaise? They call it vegan mm, No, I don't think They so. sell it in the grocery stores here in Boulder, Colorado. Well, I'm, I'm sure they do. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Yep. <laughs> vegan
Is that a show? I think that's a show. Can we end it with one word? Please. Veganaise. She's not the Pied Piper. She's not bringing kids from playground to playground. Yeah, come on. Like, oh, I would normally invite you in, but we're vacuuming the tiger right now. I have a new thing in my routine in the morning. Is that um, I have to I have to melt my shoes. I'm not going to deny saying that, but I I don't recall it. I know. Although I don't doubt it. Other juicy haps. There were a few times this year where I pooped on the surface. Resistance is futile. It's all shit. Also called sometimes the sometimes the butt cut off.